What's going on, guys? This episode is brought to you by TrueClassicTees.com. And as you can see, this is the best fitting, most comfortable tee on the market. So a lot of times I want to go out and I need a t-shirt or a v-neck or a long body or something to wear that it doesn't necessarily have any type of writing on it or any emblem, any logo. And I can never find the right fitting shirt. It's always some kind of cotton shirt that looks really baggy or doesn't fit right. Or after wearing it for a few hours or an hour, it just gets all loose and shitty feeling. True classics keep their form. As you can see, it fits a little bit snug in the shoulders, a little bit snug in the arms, but loose in the body. So whether you're in shape or out of shape, it's going to look good on you. And I'm going to show you guys what I'm talking about. So if you take a look at this video, you'll see that a regular shirt versus a true classic shirt in the fit, right? This guy's not necessarily in the best shape, but with the true classic shirt, looks way better on him than this baggy shirt that's all like wrinkled and loose fitting also if you want to go to their website it's trueclassictees.com forward slash rbp for 25 percent off you see all the different shirts they have these are all the tees and as you go down you get some collared shirts and you get some long sleeves and some long bodies and then you also get bottoms they also have uh different types of joggers shorts and they even have boxers and stuff like that. Guys, get 25% off at trueclassictees.com forward slash RBP or use code RBP at checkout to get 25% off. You will not be disappointed. Best feeling material I have tried on a regular tee. Hello, James. Hello, Fuad. <laughs> I can't do the voices. I can't. I, I can't. can't do, I, can't, I can't do the voices, James. See? You can do the voices, Fuad. <laughs> I can't. I you can't. just got to like, contort your neck. Like, just go. <laughs> you know what I mean? The more contorted you are, the different you sound. Hello, James. How are you, sir? <laughs> no, That's not bad. That doesn't... <laughs> <That> ain't bad. <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Do you remember Saw you? the movie? What movie? Saw. You watched Saw? Oh, yeah. I've seen Saw. You know that? It's like, hello, Amanda. Yeah. Play a little game. <laughs> inside, the, inside the box is a key. <laughs> or some shit like that. That's what you got. Anyway, That's bang got my, on, got my, uh, Iron Brew. My, I still haven't tried brew. it. I'm going to order some. I'm going to order some today. Useless fucker. I'm gonna... It's been like, <laughs> how long? I know you. I got my. I got. I got my Starbucks. It's not the same. It's not the same. It is, that ca- is that caffeinated? I think so. I think they are. I think they've probably got like thirty grams of caff- milligrams. Uh, it's not enough. There's like three hundred in here. Yeah, I have had coffee today though already, so I thought I would be you know a bit sensible. Why don't Just you took wait? Just a as well, so oh. I need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you wait and have a coffee with me? Sorry, my cat just, I don't know. What's up with you, mate? Anyway, uh, why didn't I wait to have a coffee with you? Um, Because here it's like 6 p.m. Oh, to that's right. Not too late. No, I could, I could. I could probably have a coffee up to about half seven and be fine. Yeah, me too. I think. Yeah. So, James, we were talking about men With getting makeup. makeup done for shows. And you said that eyeliner makes you look better. I've had eyeliner on when I was did the cosplay. And I was like, I really like, looked in the mirror and I was like, I like how I look. Yeah, but that's because you got a whole outfit. If you just no, like- no, 
No, after I washed off the outfit and the eyeliner was like the only thing left, I was like, okay. <laughs> you're, I was you're, like, I, I was kind of like contemplating leaving it on for a few days and seeing if anyone says anything. You know what I mean? I want to see. <laughs> I want to see if I can see what you look like again. I forget. Hey, this. Uh, where, where did he go? Shit. Oh, we got some new news today that we just dropped. We'll talk about it in a minute, though. Um, cool. James. Alling's head. The shed. All right. Where's your cosplay outfit? This is crazy wild, by the way. Do you like that's, that? Yeah, man. That's that's Thank fucking you, that's looking really, really good, dude. Thank you. That means a lot. I'm uh I'm excited. How many got we got left? Three weeks? Yeah, three weeks. Uh three weeks on Sunday coming. You're still in really good spirits, too. No, you're not doesn't seem to be slowing down. You don't seem to be slowing down at all mentally, like you're still there. Uh, because I think that there's just the the balance of when I'm feeding back up and the amount of output I'm doing is just keeping me borderline. Like yeah. in a few days' time, don't get me wrong, I'll probably be like, oh, but then I'll kind of be due to eat a little bit again. So it's kind of balancing out. And I'm not putting the pressure on myself. I, I don't really like as much as I do care if I do well, of course. But I mean, I'm not like I don't know. The pressure is just different. I haven't put the same sort of pressure I normally put on myself. Wait, let's come back to this. So this is you. Zoom into the face. I can't. <laughs> let's see if I can zoom in. No, God, no. it's getting worse. <laughs> He's made to disappear instead. But yeah, you see the eyeliner. So then imagine everything else off. Yeah. That's that's the best we can do. So James, yeah. you think with none of this going on and just your normal outfit plus the eyeliner, you would look great. I, I can see that. <laughs> Justin out of nowhere. I can see that. Justin knows. Justin knows. Mm-hmm. So me and me and James were talking about. Well, we were talking on the on the circles. And for those people asking what the circles are, if you sign up to the Telegram app and um, look for uh, Senapani circles, you can get involved in uh, basically a video group chat between me and a whole bunch of other, other pros. Me, James, Flex Lewis, Jay Cutler, Evan, Antoine, Juji Mufu, uh, Jose Raymond. Am I missing anybody? Chris Tuttle. It's quite the list. Frank, Frank, it's Frank, Frank, Frank list. McGrath. We forget someone. Yeah, there's, it's because it's a big list, so we forget somebody. Anyway, what's going on, Justin? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Do you think you would look better with eyeliner? I know I'd look better with eyeliner, but I don't have, <laughs> I don't have the confidence to do it. <laughs> See, this is such bullshit. It. You guys are so fucking. You guys are fucking with me. I know you are. I mean, you know no, that. You know that would pop. If Ask Ian the same question. I bet Ian, Ian says the same. Uh, he well, Ian's gonna say it just to piss me off. So, do you do you think you would look better with eyeliner? No. <laughs> I thought you were going to so like, I thought that. he was going to troll me so hard on that one. <laughs> Who's wearing uh, eyeliner? I was ready for the yes. <laughs> James James <laughs> thinks James thinks he thinks if you have a beard, you look better with eyeliner. I do. You know, like that actor from that guy from Lost that always looks like he's like naturally got eyeliner on. Do you know the guy I'm talking about? No. Can Let's Google him. him. One second. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm going to show he's Ian. Sad. This is James. Yeah, I know this picture, yeah. With eyeliner. He thinks if he got rid of all of this and just left the eyeliner, it would look great. I mean, it certainly would look more dramatic. It would definitely be dramatic, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The reason it came up is we were talking about men getting their makeup done for shows. Sure. Which is now a thing. 
Yeah. And I didn't even know about it till the most recent show we promoted. Uh, but men are getting their fucking makeup done. Is this crazy or am I just the old school boomer? Have you guys done or James, have you guys done it before? I've never no, done but it. Before. I want to but, but I've been on stage and had stage shots where I'm smiling. And I look like a fucking maniac because the tan looks like shit on my face. I, I did make up one show and it looked terrible. I never did it again. Why did you oh, do makeup on your oh. face though? What? <laughs> James? <laughs> did you do eyeliner? You got one. I didn't, I didn't do eyeliner, no. Well, there you go. Why did you do makeup? Can like- you tell me? Uh, the tanning company just suggested they're like, do you want to do makeup too? And I'm like, I don't know. Is that a good idea? And I'm like, they're like, yeah, it's just a little more like, you don't look so like, you know, eyes, white eyes in the dark face. Like it's a little more natural, like gradient of, uh, you know? And I was like, all right, I'll try it. But it looked, it looked like I had makeup on, you know? Yeah. Remember Ian's t-shirt makes sense. <laughs> yes. It, didn't make, it didn't make me gay. It just looked, bad. I didn't say anything about it being gay. I just, it has nothing to do <laughs> yeah. with the sexuality. I just think, Nobody. Brad, it, Brad Rose did it all the time, but you're yeah, not. Brad, Brad, used to do it Brad Rose is like a model. It's different. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. we're not we're not models. We're all like models. Was the no, makeup no. bad or did it just not look good on you? Was it just a bad makeup job? No, it, it didn't. Okay, look, it didn't look bad in the stage shots. It doesn't look bad or anything weird. I I don't know. It just looked like you know, like when you have like girls have foundation on, you have that like kind of cakey look to the face. Like I had yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, you look yeah. like a girl. Like, I don't like this. This is weird. Pores, I'd nice. rather just have an ugly tan face, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, because I, my, yeah. my thought process is no one's judging your face anyway. No, no. But what I will say is the guys that were getting the makeup done were classic guys generally and men's physique guys. So those guys do kind of get judged on their looks, don't they? Uh, yeah. I, I can see that being a little more important than those classes. Yeah. Like if Chris, if Chris was ugly, would he still be Chris? No, no. <laughs> so, so does uh, does Chris wear makeup? No, no. He doesn't have to. He's too good looking. He's Chris. Yeah, if he did makeup, he'd be way too good looking. So he way just, too good looking. <laughs> Universe would imply. He's got to be. Re- he's got to be relatable. A little <laughs> yeah, bit. yeah. <laughs> I always find Chris. I think Chris looks like um, uh, Jude Law quite a lot. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. that's a yeah, good. I really do well, think that. If you actually compare, they look a lot alike. I've, a lot of people have said this. Yeah, Ian, yeah. it's good to have you back, man. Where you been? People have been bugging the fuck. They think we're fighting. <laughs> well, we were fighting. They think you quit the podcast. Well, we were fighting, but we're over it now, so I'm back. Yeah. What were What were we fighting about? Oh, what were you two fighting about? Because I said I, I, I forget now, but like it's you know bygones be bygones. I remember. Yeah. I remember. I said you guys were fighting. I remember. I said I didn't have. Oh, yeah, you said I had fat glutes. Yeah. I said. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> oh, I did said, you cause an issue there? I said he didn't have striated glutes, and then Ian disappeared from the podcast. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very sensitive, as the viewers know. So when you insulted my my glutes, you know, that is, there has it, to be consequences. It's one of my pride and joy. I had to let you know that that won't just go over yeah. easy. You, know? <laughs> you punish well, me. Well, that shit it. don't fly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but Ian, you don't have striated glutes. Come on, let's take a look. He does, but what you, I think what you you misworded what you were trying to say. No, I said what I said because you were meant to say like, you know how like flexes look like you can put your fingers well, in. I'm the on stage flexing my glutes here. This isn't even you're this flexing year. your glutes. You can see the line there. Oh yeah, you got them fuckers nailed. Like you didn't know the photographers there. <laughs> okay, they're striated. Look at them. No, and we can say this. Ian does have hard. probably some of the biggest glutes. But this isn't even this year. This is the Olympia where my glutes were peeled out of my mind. Here, wait, wait, wait. there. That's a back shot. It's a back a, shot. A front shot. Yeah, exactly. A back shot you. in front. All right. Wait. Click that. Click that well, side yeah, shot. No, side here, shot. here, here. Bang, bang. There. 
It's like it's striated, but if your glutes are so big, it's just the yeah. Striated. I know. I want to see. I've been intentionally trying to downsize my glutes to like to not have them look so overwhelming. You do that my, a, a big old ass. It, it, it looks impressive. In, in my defense, you remember what your glutes looked like when you were like twenty three. Oh look, the Vancouver, like, Vancouver Pro was certainly not my best glute striation depth you know no no but you're misunderstanding what i'm saying i'm not talking about conditioning i think you've just put so much muscle on they don't get as deep lines yeah. as they used to no yeah, i guess that's, that's when you I'm look at about. like that picture of like ottawa's 2013 and like when yeah. i was an amateur my yeah. glutes like you could put like pennies in you know they were yeah. like flex lewis glutes yeah like yeah. Derek runs for glutes or like, and like obviously that. yeah and flex never had to push his weight up to a degree where he the hypertrophy caused that issue to happen because not issue yeah. but you know you do get so full up that you change how you look the muscle gets so thick yeah 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 so you know, and it's yeah like at this point now even if i got as more conditioned i've ever in my life they would look the same at this point no you're right yeah yeah um we got some big news what do you guys think of dean white he's great that's ben's guy right we just yeah. signed dean's him awesome. dean congratulations dean's, dean's officially a hostile athlete so i'm assuming that means you're going to be making the public announcement well, yeah, I think we just, we just, I mean, obviously, yeah, but we both, we both we just did it right now. <laughs> no, we just did it on our Instagram today. Oh, so, okay, I can see that. So, when I drop this video, we'll, uh, everybody this will gonna stir up some, this guy's going to stir up some noise at the 212 Olympia this year, I think for sure. This is yeah, Dean, very for, good. Those, for those people who don't know. Um, he, so he won his pro card like three months ago. And then the next day, he won the pro show. Yeah. That was attached to that amateur show. And now he's getting ready for the Arnold UK. Yeah, he's fucking. I will good say this. I will say this. I remember mentioning him about a year ago. I know you here. did. I know yeah. you did. Yeah, just, just, just not, not because I'm trying to get no, e- no, it's not even like ego. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I've, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying. To, I'm not I trying knew to... that he was. Yeah, he's good on the, on his way. You know. Um. Okay, so I'm not just bringing them up to plug him for hostile. I actually have a question. Do you guys think he can win the two twelve Olympia? Eventually. Well, this depends. There's obviously a lot of caveats in this conversation because is Derek doing it? Is Sean doing it? Like who's doing the 212 Olympia? I don't even know anymore. You know? Let's assume let's assume Sean, Derek is moving up and Sean is not. Not because I, I not because I know anything. Let's just guess. I don't think he can beat Sean. I think he could probably edge out Kamal. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he looks better than Kamal from the front, but mm-hmm. I think from the back, Kamal's a bit more complete. I think Kamal might have so, a better back. Yeah. Yeah. Kamal's got one of them backs that's got a lot going on. Look, and obviously, and, and you know, if it's a close competition too, I think being an ex Mr. Olympia or 212 Olympia champion in Kamal's regard is obviously counts for something, you know? I think, mm. I think, side shots, win, I think he can win the side shots over yeah. anybody. And yeah. this, this oh, I, I think he can absolutely win some shots, but yeah. Um, but I mean, Clarita is very tough to beat in the 212, even though he's 175 pounds, you know, I'm going to venture, I'm going to venture out and say, if he can get the back, if he can get the back to match the front, he could win the Olympia. Yeah. He's certainly in the, in the first call out, in my opinion, for sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I said eventually, because I think once he gets his back where it can be, yeah, then I think then he'll be extremely troublesome for anybody of any size. Right now, Clarita's back shots are fucking good. They're too, that, yeah, yeah. That, that, the lat thickness yeah. is just like, yeah. And Clarita's fullness, roundness. Like, his roundness and fullness is just like unparalleled. He's like that mini Coleman. This is crazy. Yeah. We're forgetting about some other guys too. I just see if I can remember this guy's name. Ole. 
This yeah, guy like, is always fucking blown me away. Was, is, which, which is the guy that's in the open this year? That's Angel. Oh, good. You're thinking oh, uh, Angel Calderon, yeah. Yeah. This is Ole. Look at this fucking, the muscularity. There's legs. Yeah. Crazy conditioning and muscularity. This Look guy. at this. This is fucking absolutely. That's that European shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's European shit for sure. Yeah, Look at man. this. This, you know, is, this is fucking nuts. Yeah. So he's definitely not going to have a walk in the park. Like these guys are all very, very good. Those adductors are crazy. I know, those right? Are wild. I wish I had the ability to pop my adductors like that and get that level of contraction still in my glutes, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's like I can pop my adductors, but then my glutes don't have any good lines, you know? It's really hard to do, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. look at that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't think he's popping his adductors. I think he's just so thick. Oh, I think he is. He's got a slight pop in his hips. No, he's, he's popping he's not, the glutes. He's I've not cranking the glutes all the way in. I don't think so. I do. This is fully flexed. He's pulling that all the way forward. Yeah, it's fully flexed, but it's not They're fully flexed. But his, he's also popping his hips back a little bit to get that. Yeah, he, he's definitely duck. pushing his arse out towards us a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Sure. He's doing a sem- semi regan, you know? I know when a guy's his, pushing his asshole towards me. Is he pushing his asshole or ass? <laughs> James, you have to go one well, step further. Your, ass, your asshole's coming this way as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, was it, is it Angel? Angel, yeah. yeah Angel's big lad. Angel, is it Angel? He done really well last few years. He's well, he's qualified for the run. Open. I don't know if he's doing the open, but he's qualified for the open. This know. is 2018. Oh, That's this is this is now. Yeah, yeah it's to show you. That wasn't very impressive. <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, no, he's. I think another one of these European guys with crazy dense muscularity and conditioning. You know, I think yeah. Ole would do better in the open than Angel would. I, I don't yeah, know. I think structurally. Well, I don't know what they are in terms of height and weight comparatively. Yeah. This like is two, this is two forty, right here. So I don't know the height. I'm assuming he, might, like five, he might be a structurally little bigger guy than the other one, you know. Yeah, mm. but I, I'm honestly not sure. They're yeah, both I mean, short guys, I think. It's crazy when you see somebody like Dean. You're like, yeah, that guy could win the Olympia, and then you start looking at the competition, and you're like, the fucking two twelve class is actually it's pretty. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 I will say that people like Dean. Their flow and their structure does sometimes carry them above some slightly more muscular guys. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Flex Lewis. Like some of these guys, like Ole, for example, more muscle, is yeah, probably yeah. thicker, but I think Flex's shape would carry him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes. So, Ian, what have you been doing for the last couple of weeks? I'm back in Canada right now. Doing what? Nice. This beautiful Canadian scenery here. Yeah, uh, it's actually um, quite refreshing. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, the weather's so nice. It's like 17, 18 Celsius. Great. Um, we have a wedding. Melissa's uh, in a wedding party. She's uh, one of the bridesmaids for one of her best friends in a wedding this tomorrow. So we're back. And obviously, we haven't been to our house in a while, so we're back to visit and see Melissa, family and all that kind of stuff. Melissa's there with you. Yeah, she's here, yeah. Ah, that's good. Yeah. C- congratulations. Yeah, it's her first time back in a while, so it's good. It's good to be back. Right on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. James, you're three weeks out? Uh, on Sunday, yes. When are you going to start? Suffering, you don't look like you're suffering at all. So, you seem quite chipper. Yeah, I don't when like I this. stop when I've got no money in my account and I stop buying skates. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of that. I, like, if I didn't have if I wasn't buying those things, I tell you, I'd probably be a miserable fucker right now. I, I watched that video you posted of you skating. The, the best part was watching Yannicka skate for sure. Oh, she's cute. So, I, yeah, I, you- I love her more now than I did a few days ago. Why? Because <laughs> of skating, because she looks cute in a helmet and with a pair of skates on. Did you see the power or not really? Huh? 
Didn't she skate no, well or not really? No, she was terrible at no, it. No, no, she's well, brand well. new to it. But yeah. I give her, listen, I give her props because she's going straight at it. She's not scared. Yeah. Good. So uh, Justin's, yeah. not, Justin, Justin's not holding back, eh? She's horrible. She sucks. No, she's the worst, actually. <laughs> no, no, she's, uh, she's an atrocious skater. Fuck me, terrible. She goes around <laughs> in the ring. James, how much flack do you get online from people telling you you shouldn't be skating close to a show? Ian, I thought I was going to get a shitload. I've been getting like none. It's really, really? weird. Great. Yeah, because before That's when good. I did it last year, I did like yeah. one one outing, and I was getting hammered. And then yeah, this year, that's like, that's like, this is brilliant. Isn't it nice yeah. when people mind their own fucking business? Right. <laughs> well, I think it's funny because I think James has prefaced this whole thing with "Go fuck yourself if you don't like it." Yeah, yeah. Like every kind time, because it is that. Well, I know, but you prefaced it with that. So if somebody comments, it's like you already told them to fuck off, so they can't. It's, all, it's yeah. also like James is not oblivious to the potential risks and. Where is like, the skating? It's obviously bringing more to him in his mental state of mind and enjoyment than it. it's the potential of harm for him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 and like I say, another thing is, because I did used to do it, like, very, very often, you know, like, if I said to you, any of you guys, can you get on a bike tomorrow and ride it? You can at least sure. do that, can't you? Yeah. Safely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's to say, I'm just skating. I'm not doing any tricks or there anything. I'm just literally putting on a pair of skates and going. <laughs> Look so, at you uh, go. Great. <laughs> yeah, but hey. Get a little cardio in, like an aggressive stride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is there any video? No, that's a posing video. No, there is. I have. Um... Oh, here we go. There's a little video there. This is that other day. This is, is when it's not one of my first days back on. Your helmet. Has anybody on the street said anything to you? Like anybody in your neighborhood? My neighbor was like, uh, my neighbor was a really nice, slightly older gentleman. He didn't say nothing, but I was like, mate, it's been 20 years. And he went, go for it. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh, backwards. look at this. Going backwards. Oh, yeah, backwards, mate. <laughs> Slow, though. I'm faster now. Listen, it's been about three days, and I feel so much more comfortable. This was like my first. I couldn't even stop that day. Look what? Trying to the pole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, though. Was like breath after that. I've been thinking about taking my bike to the skate park to see if I'm capable of doing anything anymore. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to. I know it's in my contract, but I was going to break that. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I'm curious. I have no idea. I feel like I could, but then I'm also. Ron Ron Partlow. I'm like, wow, that shit's crazy. I don't think you can, Justin. I think it comes. I I love that you have so much faith in me and you listen. It's not about faith. It's just sometimes when we get, we put on all this muscle. No, we still, I, we still think we can do things and we can't. No, yeah. stuff like that, stuff like that, though. I think like skill based stuff that you develop, especially younger, comes back quick. Like, even if I don't sco- snowboard or skateboard or something for 10 years, I can hop back on a snowboard and within like an hour be like 95%. Oh, it's yeah. not about it coming back, it's about the extra size he's put on. Yeah, I know it, it makes I, it a little I, different, but I think you, your body kind of adapts to the equilibrium and balance difference pretty quick. And you still understand the concepts of like, especially in snowboarding, like, you know, your edges and like, you know, things like this, you still understand it and you know, the feeling, you know, you just, you're at first you're like, Oh boy, shit, I'm heavy. You know, this guy's doing backflips on his fucking bike. He can't do backflips now. I'm not going to, I'm not talking about doing a backflip. He's going to attempt to do a backflip. Well, if he wants to ride around the neighborhood, I'm sure he could do that. I can ride around. That's not what I'm talking about though. I was talking about going to the skate park and maybe, you know, grinding the, yeah, do, do some grinds, do a little jump, whatever, you know. Yeah. I'm just gonna apologize to Ford because I'm encouraging the athletes to <laughs> I know. Do, uh, thank you, James. Shit. I watched that video, <laughs> I was like, I want to go to this game. This guy's right? this guy's riddled with fucking injuries. So you're like, Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Go, go get back on your bike, break your leg again. Um, so anyway, James, so three weeks. I have some pressing yeah. questions for you that you're probably not gonna answer. Yeah. I'll answer anything. 
All right. Who are you gonna, can you beat Martin? Martin? Yeah. Uh, Fitz. Uh, yeah, I can. He's very good, but I can beat him, and he can beat me. Can you beat Andrew? No, don't I say can. he can't beat me. This is a, that's not. Bro, he can't because it depends. Listen, if I get it, if I get it ninety nine percent on, and he gets it ninety seven, I win. If if it's the other way round, he could win. So you, what if you, what if you're both on? Let's answer that. If we're both on, it's close, man. But I, I, I got a bit more maturity to my physique than him. If I get it right, yeah. But I, I don't write him off. I do think he's he's good. He is very good. He's made quite a uh, progression in. A short period of time like i know most of it's conditioning but he's put on quite a bit of muscle too yeah. so i was i was very Listen, I, Texas. I don't underestimate anybody in bodybuilding and i don't and i and, and more so lately i realized that because it is so you can all look your best but someone's got a fucking win yeah yeah so i know you were a huge andrew jacked fan how do you feel about that is he for sure arnold uk yeah he, he's definitely Close doing me, it, I yeah think. yeah Oh, listen, he's my mate, but I'm going to give him hell. <laughs> I'm going to give well, him fucking hell. If we talk about if we talk about the physiques, Andrew, what what are the pluses and minuses? If we talk about Andrew's pros over you, we talk about width. We'd say Bro, width. he's got width and stature, um, and, and you, aesthetics, and you, and you would have thickness and conditioning. I think I'd have. I'm not as although I'm not bigger. I do have a density. A hardness and a dryness. If I can get those, if I can nail how I can look, then yeah, it'll be those things. So it's very different. So I've got to be Caucasian dry, basically. How are your abs going to look this year? I know you've been working on them all year. You think they're going to come? I've been in? working on them a lot better, like harder. Hopefully, they're fucking on point this yeah. year versus last year. One thing I was saying on the circles earlier is I've stopped. Doing, I stopped this year doing hanging leg raises because I think all that was happening is that my psoas was getting tired and my abs weren't being worked. Yeah. So this year I've spent doing. Yeah, I've been. I've just been working my abs. When I'm doing like raise work, I'm actually flat on the floor, but the difference has been substantial. And, you know, I've only put up like the things I've done, pictures and stuff, and I, I can see an improvement in them and I can only improve this as much as I can. They're never going to be a genetic strong point for me, like those really chunky, thick, stand there abs. But yeah. they're better than they were and I've managed to do pretty well before. So we'll just see, won't we? Okay. You know? And then uh, I think there's a couple more notables, which is probably Jamie Mark. and Mark. Mark, yeah. Mark's exceptional. Jamie's exceptional. I'm really excited um, for Mark, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mark Mark's is... got crazy. Listen, Mark's one of them guys with those clavicles that are just out of this world. Yeah, crazy um, round shoulders, wide clavicles. I think his legs still need to come up a little, but, I mean, he he looks awesome, man. Yeah. What do you think? I, I've got I've got to almost rely. Like, in all honesty, in this game of bodybuilding, you've kind of got to rely on some people have got to slightly get it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... And someone like Mark, someone like Mark with those genetics, if they don't get it slightly wrong, then they're very, very dangerous for everybody. Yeah. I would agree. You have to accept that. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, what do you think? Well, I do think that James can expose a lot of people from a conditioning and hardness standpoint, for sure. And thickness, no? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think a lot of people have side chest, side 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 shots, shots, height on the sweep of his quad. Yeah. Side shots. Not a lot of people have that, you know, but yeah, again. And then like say, then then there's shoulder width that I don't have a lot of. Yeah. And that's, you know, from the back. Yeah. You're a little more narrow from the back, but again, it's not that you don't have plenty of size thickness and detail back there to. 
Yeah, what well, you don't have, like, you've got to rely on what you do. So, like, say, like, I know in a bat double, I won't have the widest um, structure, but mm-hmm. all I can then present is how much is going on within that structure. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, no, oh, there's no point yeah. worrying about the things that you don't have and oh. improve the things you do, you know? Precisely. It's also, Precisely. it's also a ratio thing, too. So if you're doing a back, like, I've, like your back double, I'll see if I can find one. You just posted one recently. <laughs> um, I've got a video. I've got a video that I put up about two days ago, three days ago on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see it. Uh, one. What I was saying is the ratio. So your quads are so big, it makes your waist look tiny. So even though you're not super yeah. wide, the the X frame and the, the proportions of everything looks nuts. Yeah. So, I mean, you can only work with what you got. Like my waist isn't huge, so no, your waist looks. Your arms have grown too. Yeah, arms are good. Triceps. Yeah, I think it's just avoiding overdiet again. It's it's. I've had the muscle before, but every fucking time. I just get to a point in my prep where I'm a few weeks out and it starts to get away from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've done it so many years in a row. It's such a frustration. Yeah. So I found with me, the biggest thing is just taking very adequate time to make sure I'm building food up into the show. Like I can't yeah. be doing like a two day carb up of like, you know, like this needs to be a week long process a five, six, seven day process of slowly building that food and letting that food stick and building on top of that, like Lego blocks yeah. every day. Like, okay, you get a couple blocks built, you sleep, you lose one. Yeah. You get a couple built, you sleep, you lose one, you know, well, you're you, you, building until you get that right. You know, all been in that stage of prep where you have a high day and then you drop weight, another yeah. high day and you'll drop weight. So I think yeah. kind of relying on one day to feed up is, is silly. I yeah. think James has taken a little bit different approach, though. I don't think a little gonna... bit different because I have implemented a lot more what people would call shit calories, um, well, just high calorie days. So I don't think James is going to have as tough a time loading. No, I, I, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's good. yeah, because yeah. it's like I think when you're on a strict diet with no cheats and no nothing, then it takes a little bit more to load. Whereas if he's he's reloading every fucking what four or five days now. Yeah, in a minute weight seems to get back down to baseline with a slight improved look for every four to five days. So what's the baseline now? Probably about 271. 271. Is your are your is your gear all as low as you said your trend was? No, 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 no. I'll tell you exactly what my gear is. Well, we don't Primo even... 100. No, I don't, I don't care. Primo 100 mega day. Yeah. Um uh trend is uh it was 10 mega day but it's up to 20 now for this week um mastron's 50 mega day um test is 30 so 75 so 0.3 75 mega per day okay. so your your primo is the highest thing then yes so that seems to be pretty commonplace nowadays. I think it's getting more common. Yeah, it's a very. It seems to be the, like the way things are done now. Yeah. Is that the? Is that for? You guys have to clue me in because I'm more old school. Is that for safety purposes or why is that the way things are going? Honestly, I think it's because it means that it allows for you to be able to keep those other compounds in a much more safe realm. Yeah. At the expense of pushing the prima bowling a little bit up. Listen, I'm. I'm Again, I'm not on this podcast to say do gear. I'm not on this podcast to say you should. And I'm not on here to advertise that I take things. But I am a fucking real person if you don't like it. And if if this is offensive for bodybuilding, then I'm sorry. But I think it's responsible that I say things like this because it should be at least covered so people don't go do stupid shit like I hear people do. 
Um, yeah, I think like if you can trade off something more toxic for something less toxic, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we were, I was having this conversation with Cal on uh, me and Cal Raystrick did a podcast uh, last week, last Monday, I think. I can't remember. Or this Monday. I don't remember when, when, it went, when it went live, but he was talking about the same thing. He was talking about Mark's. He didn't give any exact numbers, but he said like. It would be very similar to mine because yeah. the school of method is very similar with the people that we talk to. Yeah, his his uh, premise of it was it's just better. It's more efficient for the body and healthier for the body than just adding high amounts of everything and not getting the best use of it. Honestly, I feel like my fat burning and my body's ability to like digest and to process food and everything is a lot better for it. And Ian, this because is I think some- if, if if you were to push trembolone to numbers I have before, yeah, then you'd start noticing digestion, sleep, sleep. like all those yeah. things would be far yeah. more affected than they are currently. Yeah, yeah. What about your? How do you feel about your mood? Is it more stable? Is everything better? Like, on yeah, the- like I lost it with Yannick yesterday in the car park at the gym, didn't I? Yeah. I was like, I'll fucking knock you out. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> But, but like two seconds later, I just started laughing and so did she. Because I, like, I knew it was just that. What did you snap on her about? Because uh, I didn't want her to park in a spot that was for... My, we, got a, we got a space outside, yeah. She's like, it isn't for bikes, but it is for bikes. Because yeah. I know, because I know. And she's like, no, nah, no, nah, everyone parks here. I'm like, you're not everybody. Let them park there and be arseholes. Don't be the arsehole. And then we got into a little bit of a kerfuffle. And then when she passed, I was like, don't fucking... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'll fucking knock you out. <laughs> and I literally, I said, I'll fucking knock you out. I said, I said, you know what? I'll knock you out in front of your you parents. You always smashed a car. No, and I, I hit the car. And then, and then I stood out and I just started like laughing. Because I was like, this is clearly just fucking... Diet she anger. Say, she was like, lay off the trend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 10 milligrams... But I am chill when I start laughing. Like, it, it, I don't... There's no real anger there. It's... I just yeah, look yeah. at the situation. I'm like, what a bell end. Yeah. yeah. But Ian, you've been saying this for a while, right? You've been well, doing the you've been doing the low dose um everyday type of shots more so I, than I do smaller every day, yeah. Yeah, you've Same. been doing this for like you've been saying this for like a year now, at least. Two, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And so you much feel bell. and you feel yeah. better too, right? I just find it lowers my need for an AI significantly. And I think that the AI abuse or heavy use is one of the worst culprits in terms of heart health these days, you know, guys yeah, yeah. Even in the off season with not even doing blood work and they're hammering a milligram, two milligrams of Arimidex with Novidex every day and wondering why their lipids are in the tank. And then they get a, you know, heart scan shit's all fucked up. It's like, well, you didn't need to be taking mass amounts of AIs for 90% of the time that you were, you know, yeah, yeah. look, I'm obviously not disputing that to get in crazy Olympia contending show condition, you're going to need to have some, you know, estrogen suppression, some hormone suppression like that. Um, And those drugs will be needed, but that is not a six month process, you know? Well, most, I think most of what you're talking about is more in the off season too. I mean, guys are, I'm I'm specific, I'm speaking 90% of the off season, 10% in prep. Yeah. Yeah. Because more often than not, guys are pushing their test levels to 750, a thousand, 1500. And then they got to suppress the test. The the estrogen on the other side. This is also a thing that guys are afraid of estrogen for reasons that they don't even know why. Um, And that they put the drug, they put in AIs without even necessarily needing it just because they think their doses allocate as such. It's like when you could probably take that level of test and feel completely fine, but it's like, but they're like, well, I don't want to have, but estrogen is also needed and valuable, especially in an off season. Yeah. Um, I think to, to crush it in a lot of ways is, is not only health detrimental, but also progress detrimental, you know? So I want to, I just want to add to that as the, as the bro of the group. Um, most of the time guys are taking AIs in the off seasons because they don't want, they're trying to stop having that watery look, which usually comes from a shit diet 
Or if they're taking like heavy orals, like D balls or anadrols, something like that, you might retain sure. more water, obviously, right? So they're like, I'll take an AI, that way it won't be as watery. And the second reason is most guys are just being preventative. They're like, oh, I don't want gyno. Gyno is the scariest thing in the world. I'm going to take a bunch. Yeah. So, but the root of the cause is your test is too high. Yes. And it's not necessary with this kind of new system. That this, this is a save to this in terms yeah. of lower that test, crank a bunch of Primo. Yeah. Um, you know, mitigate your use for an AI or even just, you know, keep moderate to high test. And, you know, instead of doing two shots a week where you're doing, you know, 500 milligrams of test or 300, 400 milligrams of test every three, four days, um, you know, do hundred milligrams a day, 150 milligrams a day, you know, and you'll definitely lower your need. You'll find to, to have an AI less peaks and valleys. You'll get way less aromatization. I find at least personally, I mean, I'd use in the entire off season. I don't use an AI at all. Zero. None. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not using I'm not using anything. But right I also if you get your cycle to... right, you shouldn't have to, you yeah, know, it also, it also boils down to like oil volume. Like yes. yeah. banging three mLs into your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. You know, three yeah. times a week. But yeah, I also I mean, like look, if you're using like, you know, a long ester, you're using a test enophate and you want to do it daily, you do a half CC at 125 milligrams a day, you're doing what, 875 a week by doing 0.5 yeah, in, exactly. a, in every day. You know, like that's so mm-hmm. easy. The volume is low, you know, your aromatization will stay low. I find it's just like for how minimal extra work it is, just do it, you know. I gotta and ask also you. like I like, gotta ask you guys this so wait. Sorry, Justin. I just want to ask you guys this. So all three of you said you don't take as many AIs as you used to, Mm -hmm. but I, I had, I also got to slow down on the AI AI use as I got older. Do you think that's something to do with age? Because when I was younger, I used to need, and I know this is also connected to my test levels, but I feel like even even at a higher test level past 35 years old, I didn't get the same estrogen effects, like the negative effects. So what effects were you getting when you were younger that you felt warranted in AI in the off season? Mostly, mostly water retention and gyno. Okay. And was the water retention negatively affecting like your blood pressure and stuff like that? Well, it must've been, I mean, when you're okay. blown the fuck So out, I mean, yeah, right? in that case, obviously I think, you know, it's warranted if it's causing other things, but I think a lot of guys will be like, I don't want the estrogen side effects and throw it in without even actually experiencing it. Having you know? anything wrong. Yeah. 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 And I, think I, mean, if, I mean, look, I did it for years. I would just think, well, you take testosterone, you need an AI. You know, you're doing 750 milligrams of testosterone. You need an AI. It's just like this. It's going to convert. You need it. You don't want high estrogen, bad, bad. And then I started realizing, like, well, maybe I'll just stop taking and see what happens. And yeah. nothing bad happened. I felt better. Right. I looked better. You know, there was no negative effect. So I'm like, why have I been doing this for so long? And my, yeah. my lipids improved about- significantly very quickly. Yeah. You also talk about people, you know, running a couple of grams of Rimadex, you know, run 10 mg That's of tamoxifen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I know people do run an aromasin every single day. And I mean, and even a lot of that, you could probably, you know, combat the little bit of aromatization you're getting in the off season with like herbal health supplements, you know, like a, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like an estrogen suppressing kind of health supplement blend or something instead of throwing actual pharmacology in there, you know? You know, the other yeah. thing I, it, you know, aside from estrogen, I know we talked about that a lot, but you know, James doing the things the way you're doing it now, or Ian, Justin, I don't know if you do this already, if you've been doing that, are you still kind of using old school or older school methods? What? The pinning every day? Yeah. Like, are you doing like Ian yeah, and James kind of, I'm currently pinning every day. Yeah. I mean, I'm so, I'll, like Primo is a hundred megs per ML. I'm, and if I'm going to run 700 megs, I'm not going to yeah. pin an ML. Yeah, that's, the, that's the thing too. Like if you're doing like a test prop or a, you know, a Primo dosed at hundred milligrams, you're shooting every other day. What are you shooting? Three, two, three CCs that? Yeah. How are you getting all your gear and your damn shots when you're doing it? Like, exactly. you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, what I was going to say is this is probably also helping with blood pressure, which is the main culprit behind a lot of issues. Yes. Because if you're keeping, if you're keeping your test down around 500 or 750, you're going to be far better off with water retention, blood pressure issues, all of those things. than if you were taking like the old school methods of, okay, I'm going to blast test and keep everything else low. Yeah. And use an AI alongside it. And then use an AI. And then, like you said, your HDL is fucking super is crashed because of the AI. And then your blood pressure's through the roof because your test levels are way too high. So yeah, yeah, this seems like a much better strategy. I wish I was still doing steroids so I could try it out. <laughs> yeah, because well, 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 when I was younger, <laughs> no, we like, always try try run it run dude, it for when a bit. I was younger, when I was younger, as soon as you got to a month out from a show or six weeks, it was one remix a day. And then when you get to that two weeks out, it's like one letrozole a day. Adal like, Fuck man. Like, and I used to live through that. 40 milligrams of Novadex while you're at it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think show I think show days are different like if we're talking yeah, about the last I, two three I, weeks I, and this is why i spoke when i said it i'm not referring to the last four weeks before yeah, yeah. i understand that look i don't think that taking two milligrams of arimidex and you know fucking four mil five milligrams of letrozole and 20 milligrams of, of uh, the novadex all at once is necessary for anyone mm-hmm. um, but i think obviously the ai need is obviously higher if you want to obtain that look than it is the yeah, and, and cl- yeah close yeah yeah um so no i'm gonna- not saying that i'm AI free and that I run into shows and get bone dry peeled with using no AIs. That's a lie. I do use AIs and within close to show, I'm, yeah. I use a Romison or a Rimidex at, you know, a milligram a day or 12.5 to 25 milligram, uh, milligrams of Romison a day for those last four weeks, yeah. not together, yeah. but one or the other. Um, yeah. And that's, I'm lucky that I've never had to deal with any gyno issues. So I've never yeah, had, I've never had any either. Depress any. Everybody, everybody always has a different side effect. For me, it was gyno. And I think my hair loss would have happened anyway because, you know, my brothers had never used steroids. Yeah, but that's not really an estrogen side effect. Gyno? DHT in it. No, hair. No, the, uh, oh, no, hair. no. I'm just counting, like, what oh, okay. the side effects I experienced where the main ones were gyno and then hair loss. But hair loss, I think I would have encountered anyway. So yeah. you guys haven't, Ian and, and Justin, you haven't encountered gyno at all. Anything else? Never. Acne? Anything? I dealt, I, I dealt with some acne in the beginning, but honestly, I think it's because of a fucking, just my oils weren't clean. To be honest, yeah. I got some acne one prep when I was younger, um, but it was that like, you know, when you get that, like the really tiny dotty, like almost like a rash acne. And I yeah. think it was from using uh, the water-based injectable wind straw and it caused like some kind of dermal rash, you know, mm. I got like really DHT cause is that not DHT, like a, an effect of DHT sometimes those little bubbly ones. Maybe I'm not sure. I think mm. it might be just because I had an issue with a certain primo that was a higher dose one back in the day yeah. and it gave me like little speckly forearm spots. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got it like on my shoulders and back and it was like, mm. yeah, just like little tiny, like red little bumpy dots, you know? Yeah. Mm. Um, but it was once I stopped using that water-based wind straw, it, it went away almost yeah. immediately. James, have you ever had any, what's your main yeah, I've, side effect? I always had gyno in my right, uh, right nipple before, even if you look when I was like, fuck, when I was in my teens. So I definitely had, I was oh, pre- so it was before, before gear and then you just made it worse. I need to, it, I need it probably to came no, it probably came from when I very first started gear because I started oh. gear young. Really? Um, How old were you? Yeah, yeah. I was 17 when I first did the cycle. No wonder you're so strong. This explains everything. <laughs> well, when I say yeah, because I was 17 and I competed when I was 18, and I started preparing for the show by doing an off-season, and the off-season was uh Annabelle when I was uh 17 years old. So Jesus. <laughs> but you know, I'm in fucking London walking to gym. You know, they're like the first thing they're like, Yeah, you need this, and you just do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got a question as well, though. For 
for people worried about gyno, do not think that the amount of money you spend on drugs and all these other things, maybe just save a little bit of that, get gyno surgery, get the gland removed and not have to do with the long-term adverse health effects of banging out AIs all year. It's like, you you can't get the gland removed completely. Are you sure? You no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let me rephrase that. You can get the gland removed completely, but you shouldn't. Why? I don't because know. you ever see this? This is what I was told by my surgeon that did mine. Have you ever seen the guys that have the gyno surgery done, but then their nipples are like saggy or they're, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what happens if you remove the gland completely. So it's he's like, you get a bit hollow behind. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, yeah, I got to leave something there. I've seen some bad gyno surgeries where you see like divots in the pack well then just get your gyno surgery done once every five years spend five or seven grand on it and just you know (laughs) i i did it honestly i did it once it cost me 500 bucks because it wasn't bad enough for them to have to put me out i was awake when they did it oh really yeah i was like they just did uh general anesthesia or whatever it was also in 1999 so like no, <laughs> that's how they did things that you're just wide awake and yeah. just cut yeah, your right away. towel on your teeth and you- <laughs> no, they give you a little get a little heroin from some poppies you know and just give her you know? i'm not like from 1920 you asshole it was like- <laughs> pop you over the head a little opium you know? <laughs> no it was like 2006 or seven anyways yeah it was just small so they just froze the area and i laid there and i could i could see him there was a reflection from the, you know, that fucking big light that they yep. have above the table. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was like uh, aluminum. So I could see the reflection of him working. I was watching the whole time. When, when I did my arm, they offered for me to stay awake for that. Did you? No. <laughs> Fuck, put me out. Fuck it. They said they could put a nerve block in and, and just keep me awake for it. They're like, yeah. if, you, if you have an issue with, you know, being sedated. But the surgery ended up taking like almost three times as long as they anticipated because of the size of my arm, like cutting through the layers. Like you broke you your arm. When I when I did this, yeah, they were going to keep you awake for that. Yeah, they said they put a nerve block in. And it's just you're completely paralyzed on the side. You can stay. Who the fuck would opt for that? People do, man. Some sicko. You would? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I like. I want to watch. Like, oh, I don't want to hear like. A, I don't want to hear them using like their Dewalt drill. Yeah, I want to hear like. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> no way. No, but I think if you get gyno surgery done. And you just monitor, like, I didn't have to really do much after I got it done. It just had to, yeah. you know, a little bit of AI. And I think if you're someone with a propensity to, to gyno, that you should just get it done, you know? Yes. There was a guy. I am, I'm definitely going to get, I, I'm definitely going to get something done eventually. Just like, yeah. cause there's a the little bit that I just, I don't mind. It's not like. I've never noticed. I've never noticed well, you having gyno. I haven't either. Yeah. No, I haven't either. There's just some, sometimes when I'm at certain body fat and I'm, <laughs> let's say I notice it more so after I eat have a day of eating food that's yeah, maybe a little because, bit inflammatory yeah because it's water retention water information yeah. There. yes yeah uh, and so like a day after maybe i have a meal off i'm like okay i can see a little bit more puffiness around there whereas when i'm like bone dry you don't really notice but yeah Is it but, that, but that's not guy but that's not necessarily gyno right it because it's, no no i do actually have a pee behind it there is a there is a okay so when you're retaining water it's so then... fucking small but it's just in the right place to cause a little bit of uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. um mm. What was I going to fucking say? Remember the guy we did a rate your physique and a guy posted his physique and he had really bad gyno. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible gyno. And I said, don't compete till you get your gyno done. And then like Ben got mad at me. <laughs> yeah. Me I think started, you, you guys remember that? Anybody? Was anybody on there? I remember the situation. Ben ben that guy messaged me. So that was like, what was that? We did the rate your physique for that was like, fuck, it had to be like eight months ago. He just messaged me like a few days ago and he was, I think he won his class at some show because he, he had his gyno done soon after that episode. And he good fucking man. thanked me profusely. He's like, dude, thank you for making yeah. me do it. Nobody around me told me. And I'm like, listen, 
to anybody watching, if you have friends with gyno, tell them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't I think some of these guys notice and also just think like, eh, this is part of bodybuilding. It's a side effect of bodybuilding. Judges know we all do steroids. I don't care. That's not the case. Mm. They know what we do. They don't give a shit. It looks bad. Get it removed. You know? Well, that guy specifically get... had very bad guy. Yes. Though. Yes. Yeah. Both but if, if it's noticeable, grouping. if it's noticeable, not like a little bit, like they had to look really hard, but I mean, look, everybody saw it with William Bonac. If it's yeah. noticeable, oh, yeah. they're going to mark you down. So, yeah. you know, I talked to Paul about these things after shows and he'll tell me, he's like, yeah, that guy had really bad guy. I know we marked him down, whatever. Like, so like Ian said, just get it done. Unfortunately though, Ian, if they have to put you under, it's like three or four grand, I think. Yeah, but I mean, what do we guys are spending down on food and drugs all the time? Like, you know, I don't think a lot of guys have three or four grand to spend, dude. Well, if you're Canadian, you do it smart, you can get it covered by your OHIP. So if you say you're in enough pain, it's causing you mental distress and you won't take your shirt off on the beach and you cry every day before you go to bed, then yes, you'll get it covered. Speaking of small guys with gyno. Ah. These pictures. <laughs> I'm good pictures. I'm very fat. This, I like this. Right this now. is this is like a real off season. I wanted to make you proud of that. I'm very. I proud. got a little bit of cheeseburger tit going on there. There's a little bit of cheeseburger here. I see it. <laughs> no gyno though. We can highlight it. No gyno. Some guy. Some guy commented. He goes, "Well, that's underwhelming." I saw that. <laughs> Where? <laughs> <laughs> it's in there. And then he like t- I I said something. Tag me, someone tag me in it. He goes, you've been spending too much time with Ian. Yeah. Okay, too sensitive. You're too sensitive. <laughs> Commenting back to, you know, to comments like this makes you sensitive. He's like, I, all, all I said was it was underwhelming. <laughs> yeah. I only I'm said, saying. I only said you were shit. Yeah. All I said, yeah. All I did yeah. was diminish all your hard work. Did all you I did just come onto your post and insult you and expect no response. Yeah. Yeah. Did you I delete it? A, um, no, I didn't delete it. Phys- I you have a physique it. that's like reminiscent. Of you and Dean White have some similar strengths from the, those shots, but you're open. So everything that we say about Dean and his nice structure and the the shoulder width, the fucking like everything that he has, you have on an open body, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, that's, I don't yeah. know where that. I hope you consider that. It doesn't matter. A good thing because I I do. So what well, do you think? Ha- what do you think happened this year, Justin? Do you think everything just got bigger, or is anything better than last year? Um, I know my legs have come up. I know my back's bigger i think it just general like thickness all around for sure why didn't you post any back shots because i look like mashed potatoes when i turn around (laughs) (laughs) come on man we want to see the goods (laughs) you know what i'm talking about i expect some back shots tomorrow okay i'll send them to you in private no other is it is it better than this yeah oh yeah definitely see there there i am popping my popping my adductors see that yeah, you got good. You got good striations while you're popping them, though. Yeah, but it's a fine line. I was never able to do that. When I pop mine, I lost all striations. Yeah, yeah, I lose seventy five percent. Yeah, not all, but like See that guy on the left, though. Look how fucking jacked he is. This guy looks like dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who told this guy to start working out? <laughs> I don't know his his girlfriend look, at the time. Look at the difference, though. Holy fuck, dude! How much how much Wait, weight is two, here? That's two years apart. That's a lot of muscle in two years, man. A lot of muscle. Uh, I think the weight difference, I'm like 230 on the right, 200 on the left. It's nice. It's More than cra- 30 pounds of muscle because obviously con- the conditioning is significantly higher. Isn't, yeah. Isn't that crazy when you say that, though? Like most people, like me and uh, well, me and Cal were talking, we were talking about uh, 
uh, like putting on five to seven pounds of tissue and how that doesn't sound like anything to people, but like Show. five, five to seven pounds, like there's 30 there, but that like, okay, that's only, I might've been like 225, but no, no, you know, I shouldn't say 30. So look, there's only 25 to 30 pounds here, but it looks like a hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this, like I say, cause the significant improvement in condition as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you calf, are harder on the right. Your calves when you started were better than mine at my peak. <laughs> yeah. It's cause he closed a lot of gaps here. I mean like the lower lat and like erector thickness, you know, your glutes are obviously big and showing the adductors. Yeah. You close the gap. You your legs. I still had like big arms there. You can look at my triceps. Yeah. 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 Like front, I look pretty good, but I mean that on the left, I was, I was, you know, like a month into my first cycle ever. Yeah. Crazy. I can't wait to see this with 20 more pounds on it. it yeah. It needed 20 more pounds. This is what, this is what two fifteen. Yeah. I was like, right. At, like a week out, I think or something like that. And you're two seventy now. So if you drop 40, you probably go on stage at 230, 235, but you still have like a few more, few more months of off season. Yeah. I still have like three and a half more months before I start dieting. So let me ask you this, because this is the main problem that people have in the off season <laughs> is they get, starts getting monotonous. Yeah. And they start falling off track. How often are you falling they off track? start going to Taco Bell. Well, I got a call from you the other night and you were going, you were on your way to Taco Bell. So I just, <laughs> how often... Are you? I'm, not, I'm only really, I'm only eating off plan like once a week, but sometimes I'll like, you know, like you talk about cooking pasta in the evening instead of just eating your chicken and rice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that. But I'm not like I'm going and getting fast food more than, you know, actually, I don't see fast food maybe twice a month. But you've started doing those things like doing pasta instead of rice and doing like, yeah, because it's important, it's important I mean, for people to know, like, that's how you can extend your off season, keep making progress without going right to dog shit food. Right. Yep. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it gets monotonous, but I really don't mind. I don't mind eating my lean protein and rice. I do it all day, every single day. It doesn't really bother me, you know, but we're human. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you just want to wake up and have. I would always, I would always get, you know, one of the things that Hani taught me in, in one of the longest off seasons I had, cause he made me skip a year. Yeah. Uh, the pasta, the rice pasta was a fucking, yeah. was gold for me. Because I could yeah, mix. This will, be just, this will be just over a year of a full off season. Yeah, like that to me, because you start to get like I, I would start to get worn out from rice. Oh yeah. So when I sure. do the when I do the rice pasta, I can do like ground turkey, ground beef, anything. You know what I mean? And then I can just it was mm-hmm. so easy to eat, and it's so calorie dense. Like yeah, you know what I mean? Pasta is hundred carbs of pasta is pretty small. Yeah, yeah. So I could eat way more food, and not uh, not be full. Yeah. So. Anyway, what's going on, guys? What's the news? What's the bodybuilding news of the week? Anything important? Not a lot going on in bodybuilding in a minute. Ian, anything? You've been gone for a while. Anything you want to tell us that you missed out on? I don't know. What have I missed out on? Is there anything going on? No. Not really much going on. Well, let's wrap it up. Okay, guys. (laughs) See you later. Thanks for coming on. Yep. It's been quite, it's been like a quiet. A couple of weeks, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of we're kind of like in a dip right now before yeah, our bit of a lull and I do the European a... shows kick off. What's the first the first show coming up is what the uh, Italian show? What's, uh, is yes. the UK first or is Italy first? No, Italy's one week before. So Italy's two weeks out. Yes. Is, Anyone doing is, Italy's two is, weeks? Is Crizo doing Portugal? Is that what I'm understanding? EVLS, the amateur yeah. part, I think. And then there's a pro show, correct? I was told. I don't think there like, is at the Prague. No, it's two weeks later. Somebody said there was a, a pro mm. show two weeks after that that he was okay. doing. Okay. Mm. What are you doing, Ian? Who are you, who are you talking to? My wife. 
Oh, is it, my, is it my understanding that that Brett is doing that show? She's sending you dirty messages. Brett's eleven weeks out, isn't he? Brett. Yeah, isn't he doing the the same show that Crizzo's doing? He could be. Yes, Brett Wilkin. Yeah, I don't know where I heard that. Oh, I didn't even know he was competing. This, this but it was early. on like a. a I YouTube. believe he's competing later in the year, but I don't know what show. Yeah, I saw he was eleven weeks out or something. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, James. So you're not doing Italy. You're doing France. You said. No, I've timed everything that I, if anything, I'll do the, the UK and then there's France a week later. And then there are a few shows sprinkled after that. So I didn't want to rush my weight down. Yeah. And, and because the Italy show hadn't announced its location for, they didn't know where they were going to put the show for so long. And I didn't want to commit to a show. I didn't know where it was. Um, and they only announced where it was by the time that it was announced. I was like, you know what? I'm on track for what i'm aiming for who's doing italy do we know jamie probably no one he's probably gonna win and fucking because there'll probably be no one there not saying because no one there he'll win but there'll probably be no one there and he'll probably fucking win and get to the olympia bastard. <laughs> <laughs> why do you sound angry about that because <laughs> because if i i feel like that could be a good show to get a ticket to the olympia i tell you so i think fucking- if anyone turns up at that one because it's only gonna be it's gonna be Muzi, it's gonna be Jamie and it's going to be Moosey's still here. going, eh? Moosey's still going. How did these guys? Harry Harris from here. Jamie, Jamie could very much get a little ticket there, a little cheeky ticket. Jamie can beat Moosey, right? I think so because he'd be fresher. Yeah, Moosey's done like didn't he start competing in like fucking? Moosey's had a good year. He's done some good placings. I think he's had a couple of top twos, top threes. I think you should jump into Italy, man. I don't think I'll be ready in time. Well, stop eating McDonald's. You'll get ready. No. <laughs> I mean, honestly, my, I, could get, I could be ready, but it'll be that I bring my weight down too quick to hit that condition, and yeah. it will affect my look. All right. Yeah. So Italy... I'm wrong. Listen, if I wake up, if, 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 if fucking three days' time, for some reason, I look fucking freaky-pilled and I'm looking how I should, then fuck me. I'll just go, yeah, sweet, because you can sign up till the 6th of the month. But yeah. I don't think it's it's not likely. All right. Uh, I guess we'll do some questions then. Let's do it. Let's do it. Everybody's kind of quiet today. You told me I was fat and small and had gyno. And told me that my glutes were fat. Yeah. Exactly. That's Made why everyone's fucking quiet. Taco Bell. Now, and, told, and told James he was fat and Offended everyone. Yeah. You fucking okay. offended I'm everyone. I'm going to tell you guys something right now. <laughs> tell us. I want to hear I, it. I... Um, your guy's biggest promoter in this fucking whole industry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat yourself every the- week. Every I'm gonna pat myself. <laughs> pat yourself. Pat myself. <laughs> all about Fuad. All about every yeah. week. Every week I have like you fuckers. You on, every week I have you guys on here, and all I do is show everybody your awesome pictures, tell you how great you are. <laughs> fucking every no. once in a while, you got to take a little you bit. Of me shit. on here. You didn't have me on here for a month, and then want to pull up my fat glutes and say how fat. They are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every week, talking about how great you are. Yeah. I'm your motherfucker's biggest fan. I even get called out for it. Like, oh, Fuad's not hard enough on his friends. I'm like, like <laughs> leave me alone. Fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah, I, have to, shots, I have to maintain Manny? a level of, of integrity. So I have to shit on you sometimes. So they believe yeah, that's that. That's true. I, I, I will. No, I, get it. I appreciate it. And all your scrutiny has made me a better man. Think about <laughs> it. If I didn't call you small every week, you'd still be 250. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, it's funny. It's like all those comments are like, Fuad's diet is working. <laughs> fucking keep, keep it up, Fuad. And it's like I tag my coach in it, who's 
the reason I'm no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. <laughs> you were hovering at like two. When Justin sits there about to about to eat the meal, and he's like, "Fuck, I'm full. I don't want to eat this. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm it's gonna true. skip. It. I'm just gonna go to bed." And he's like, "No." I gotta be big for Fuad. I gotta, I gotta make proud. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't say no, that. He I, says Fuad's gonna make fun of me if I'm not big small. enough. Yeah, yeah. that so fucking bullied that, him into being big. Yeah, that, I'm tired. Not gonna finish my meal. You know how many people te- text me? Oh, well, I didn't finish my meal. I fell asleep last night. Like you didn't fall asleep. You went to bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. falling asleep and and not eating your meal because you went to bed. Yeah. You guys don't think I'm really too hard on you, dude. It's like, it's, like the, it's like the fat kids in elementary school that always get teased because they're fat, and then they end up growing up to being, like, fucking ripped, like, business like billionaire, you know? James will tell me the truth. James, am I too hard on you guys? No. No. Definitely I think so, no. I've had a lot worse. So you guys are just being assholes to me. Yeah. James's room behind him is literally just black. Oh, it's, just, it's like, a, flo- it's like a, it's a floating head. Yeah, <laughs> I, I made it like this on purpose. Can... Can't even see when I put the light on. That's fucked. That's crazy. You put it. You just put a light on. Nothing happened. Yeah, and it ain't done shit. No, <laughs> crazy. All I see is this. Why did you make there. it like that? That's still um, just because I wanted it to be like that. More mystique. All right. Cool. Well, good. I like like I like my yeah. I like my room to be dark. Yeah. Hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. You telling me I'm small has lit a fire under my ass for sure. See, see Ian. All the, all the small comments. Yeah. <laughs> it's always you just it's just that I'm very sensitive of my fragile ego, so I can't take it quite as well as Justin. That's why I don't do it to you. I I'd crumble and retire, you know. Literally the first thing I've ever said to Ian was about Ian in a negative way is that he doesn't have striated glutes, and now it's been he just quit doing the show for a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny I didn't even hear about this until someone like Send me and send me the clip of the or the send me a link to the podcast. Like go to one hour and fifty nine minutes. <laughs> they really love it, don't they? <laughs> People love to cause problems. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, okay, I have to also tell people that are sending you guys these things. I already know. Whenever I say anything, it's going to get back. Cool it's going to get back to whoever I said it about. I don't You're think not, I'm like, like, trying to hide it from each other. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, take all the RBC RBP members' bodies and build the ultimate bodybuilder using each body part and aspects of each. Oh shit! Uh, Justin's calves. Clearly, yeah, I knew I'd have something in there. James quads. Nah, Ian's got crazy quads. Maybe have more sweep tears. I know. Nah, wouldn't say that. Don't leave Ian. He might leave. Don't leave Ian. I'm leaving. Guys, don't don't fucking do it. Don't do it, son. That's strike two. Um, two. (laughs) Well, it was a toss-up. Come on. I don't know. Uh, Okay. I will Uh, say Ian's side hand. Okay, wait. Well, to be take the easy ones first. Uh, (laughs) Nick's arms. Nick's arms. Justin's calves. Yeah. Nick's arms. Justin's calves. That's for sure. Okay. Who's got the best back? Me. Does it count now or back in the day? Uh, Nick might have. Nick's back is pretty. Pretty. Nick's back is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Probably have, who's on here because I'm trying to think about bats now. I think Nick's back is probably. Is it Nick's back. back or is it Nick's hamstrings that are and the doctors that are? The no, I'm thinking of the way his lats sweep out. His okay. back, and I think it's improved a ton this year. Yeah, I'm going to say Nick's back. He's who's ham- Nick balls. probably Nick's Nick's hamstrings. Whose chest? Bryce Wed's chest. My chest. Mm-hmm. Big old titties. Clearly not your chest now. <laughs> 
No, now no. it just looks saggy. And it's like a half empty water balloon. But yeah. <laughs> Ian's Ian shoulders. Ian shoulders. Ian shoulders. I can take shoulders, sure. Uh, Nick, do we, are we going to say Nick's abs because the waist isn't like small, but he's got good abs? No, you want just you want Justin's abs. Justin's yeah, waist. Justin's waist. Exactly. Yeah, Justin's set waist. the middle off. That nuts. Well, I think because we gave Ian shoulders, we're going to give James quads. Yeah, I'll accept it because of that. Only because you gave Ian shoulders, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are we missing? We have arms, shoulders, back, chest, quads, calves, hamstrings, glutes. Who's glutes? Clearly my fat glutes. <laughs> no. We want, sharp, we want sharp striated glutes. We want edged lines. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on. I think I, I think Nick's ham combo in the rear shots is pretty deep. spot on, isn't it? Nick's got a pretty phenomenal backside. If his yeah. who's if got his, just a crazy dialed in glutes though? Roman? Roman. Roman. Roman's glutes yeah. you could take for sure. Yeah. Roman's glutes. Hundred percent. There ain't no fat in them bad boys. <clears throat> All right. Uh, thoughts on the nope. Question about water. Cut before the show. What was the craziest thing that you did regarding water intake before the show? Did you go to zero water or did you drink a big amount of water? I've gone well, to zero water. I'm sure we've all gone to zero. We've water. We've all gone to zero water. No. Yeah, as a junior, I used well, to maybe not Justin. Time. Justin's a little bit newer school. No, I've never gotten like zero water. Always at like eight, six to eight ounces with a meal. Oh, yeah. I've gone. I've gone zero for like, like a day and a half with Greg Ustet. Yeah, yeah I that's went, crazy. I went zero for probably two days because it was a two day show, and I was a fuck. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't say zero because after pre judging, I had a glass of water, and then yeah, I went. I went zero bar the water I used to to down the aldactone. I mean, <laughs> the, the day of the day of the show, Matt had me. I was just sipping. I had like three ounces with my. I mean, now I drink water like it's a completely normal day. Right, I remember. Sorry, good. No, I'm saying you still keep like five, six liters in a day, don't you? Yeah, I, whatever it is on Saturday, I drink the same the day before and the day before that. I don't really. Okay, yeah. so I want to ask you guys something about a look. So the look nowadays that's prevalent is bigger, rounder, fuller. And a look in the 90s was probably full but crispy. So I want to ask, do you think that new technique of filling with water is the difference? Well, I, I, think, think, I think it's person to person. I don't think you can say that i think if i drank seven liters of water the day of the show i don't think i would look as sharp and dry as yeah, I mean, I, and there's also a caveat here in that you need to carb up with water yes you can't stop and de decrease water as you increase carbohydrates no but this guys is like would... the biggest people like decrease sodium and water and increase carbohydrates no, always... no no i agree with you but like back in the day the the technique was load wednesday thursday keep your water in and then friday guys would <laughs> chop it Sure. Yeah. Right. And I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, do you think that's a difference in the look between like guys in the nineties and guys now is that guys nowadays tend to keep water in to get even more round and more full muscle. Yeah. Yeah. I think guys or guys in the nineties and early two thousands two were a little, I, I don't want to throw this as a negative statement, but I think they were also a little more aggressive and experimental with diuretic usage. You know, I yeah. think that was like the first time I was really coming into like, you know, the discovery of its application in bodybuilding and, you know, and obviously the Olympia had a year where they did diuretic testing because of this prevalence, you know, mm. I mean, and guys were obviously causing themselves a lot of harm and guys were doing, you know, crazy, you know, doing like, you know, potassium sparing diuretics and then loading potassium at the same time and like doing wild stuff, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that has come down. I think now you really just get, you know, the odd guy doing a little ASICs, but the majority is just guys doing diazide and maybe a tiny bit of aldactone. 
Um, you know, I think diuretic usage has cut down significantly. Um, but yeah, I think guys were a lot more aggressive in their water cuts before. And that obviously has an impact on the look for sure. So Ian, you leave water in all the way to the show because you have to, your body's a little bit different than the average. Yeah. Like if I, if I reduce water even a little bit, like my look, like just flat out. Yeah. Yeah. James, do you, do you have that same issue or can you cut water or do you cut water? Honestly, I don't fucking know. What do you mean? We'll find out in three weeks. You're still experimenting. Yeah. I mean, like you're still trying different yeah, I, things. I, I, I do know this though. Like, let's say I wake up in the morning, and if I didn't eat and I drank a liter of water, I would look considerably fuller in for thirty minutes than I did. Yeah. So my body, my body does require fluid to fill out quite mm-hmm. dramatically. Yeah. Um, it's not as simple as oh, eat and get full because a lot of the time it is fluid. Yeah. Because I, I dehydrate. I, I piss a lot in the night and I do pass a lot of water, so therefore, yeah. that's why. But I wonder why that doesn't work anymore. Like, I wonder why the whole, like, let's get loaded and then cut water on Friday. I wonder that why that doesn't that work anymore for people. It probably I mean, does. Just depends who is comfortable doing it. Yeah. I mean, look, I, some of the best condition I've ever been in, I cut water aggressively, but that doesn't swing the same when you're 265 pounds versus 205 pounds. <laughs> 20 pounds exactly. there's a lot exactly. more tissue that a lot requires a lot more glycogen a lot more fluid a lot more you know sodium electrolytes like these kind of things that are required to maintain that look it was a lot easier when i was a lot smaller you know yeah same i mean i remember the first show i ever did i i kind of like winged it myself and i remember like looking on these you know forums or talking to people and they're like yeah you use diuretics before the show so i just like found diuretics like whatever whatever, diuretics whatever brand you know, yeah. there was types or whatever and i got aldactazide and aldactone dies i blend and i ran it for like 10 days <laughs> holy shit <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck yeah were you dry was, as fuck or dry, what? Huh? Did you lose all, did you lose all your muscle in the process <laughs> no, i look good i look it was my first show ever i actually looked really good i was fucking peeled yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's really surprising yeah i wonder why well, i also carved i also carved up eating like ridiculous amounts of food you know like i was like eating insane amounts of food and junk food and i was drinking like you know 100 grams of vitargo with every meal and like you yeah, know i was just yeah. i was just like get carbs in you know yeah mm. james i wonder can you can you explain to me why you think the judge's preference for look has changed so much from 20 years ago because if you think of the 90s um, you think of bodybuilders the look they wanted was not necessarily as full and round a harder crisper look what changed i don't know if it's across the board i don't think it is across the board i think it depends on the show i don't know if you can make that blanket statement yeah i think you look at no there's there's, okay wait a minute there's exceptions to what i'm saying of course but i'm saying as a whole you can't deny that the physiques that are being rewarded are much different than the physiques that were being rewarded 20 years ago yeah because i think the ultimate development in bodybuilding first and foremost is are people more muscular now because it's yeah. called bodybuilding so that's why the top five at olympia are the most muscled in the in the whole lineup yeah and then and then and then those other factors are really considered you know who's in the best condition who's sure. blah 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 um from mine i've only done the olympia once but from what i see is you have to be a certain musculature to even be a con- into contention i agree with that yeah. so muscle mass first and foremost and then they're going to look at the nitty-gritty after that yeah, you don't obviously of uh, uh, standard shows. Then it's not quite as um, it, it can be a little bit more broad than that because it's very it's less likely you can have that muscular troll across the board. Tell me if you agree with this. 
I feel like the smallest guy I've seen be great at the Olympia is Sean Roden. Yeah, probably not, what, saying, not, say, not saying he's small because he's got massive quads. No, but like weight wise and, and sight that yeah. Yeah, like freediness. when you think of when you think of Phil Heath and how thick and muscular he is. Yeah. Yeah. Or Rami or Brandon Curry. I don't feel like Sean had that same level of thickness. No, Sean's definitely the least three dimensional to have done what he's done. To done to have done well at the Olympia. Yeah, most of the time. And I, I think a lot of that comes down to what we were saying about Dean earlier, people like Justin, a lot of this the structural beauty yeah when you have a wow structure i think it can carry you over muscularity yeah. one that certain, transcends size alone you, it can, you can transcend size but you're one in a million so you hear that justin you're one in a million one in a million justin. <laughs> i already knew that but thank you <laughs> his mom tells him every day yep, mom, yeah when she's combing my hair before bed <laughs> <laughs> justin do you miss ian He's your, he's yeah, your, I did. Your... I didn't want to make a big thing about it, but yeah, of course. Did <laughs> <laughs> to be here? I miss you, dude. Miss, miss you too. Been too long. Uh, who has? I'm just them? noticing, like, every we're all like pretty much fucking ginger bearded, apart from you, Ford. Yeah, I'm, I'm always yeah, the odd I man. Got little, I got a bit of a little red tint going on. Mine's getting pretty gray. We don't have any other brown friends, do we? No, Jose's brown. Only, only, only no, the only not. other brown friend no, we have. He's not. Is, He's a fucking Italian guy with a tan. Yeah, yeah but, well, okay, but still, it's not like he's white. Yeah, no, but he's, he's just white. like he's just like it's like Paul is like he's still white. He's just not white. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we need to like get a little bit more invitation diversity in the group. All these more... white guys. Should we and get our, like uh, and our white? Ra- this is a pretty racist podcast, you know. That really is. <laughs> no, yeah, the way I, I save us because I'm in the middle. We're a bunch of racists. No, no, but you know what? Actually, on my screen right now. Like you're at the top, and then there's these three like white people below you. Yeah. It's like almost a representation <laughs> of how you feel about white people. Yeah, <laughs> okay, exactly. You're perched up looking down. Yeah. Is that what I'm doing? Like we're your chip, <laughs> like yeah, we're your unders. <laughs> who's a who's a black guy that would get on here that would be good, a good fit? I mean, you've had Samson or a brown on. or a brown guy. Is there another brown guy that we we get on here? He's that brown would... and funny. Well, I'm not funny, but I'm a host. Who, who's brown and would fit the group? Brown and funny. Hmm. Let's let the comments decide this. They can put in some some names. Yeah, maybe that's a yeah, question that's a good for idea. people. Yeah. All right. Who's All right. brown? Brown, brown and funny. Do we need an Asian guy too? Throw so people throw in names, and if you look at the comments, if you see a name that you agree with, like it, because then if the ones get the most likes, then we can kind of decide from there. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we trying to be diverse? I don't know. Just this because it's twenty twenty two. We're just trying to be woke, bro. Does that mean we need a good like a good gay guy too? Yeah. Well, you already have me, so you're good. That's true. True. You're just a gay rights activist. I speak. I speak for the gays. You speak for the gays. That's right. Yeah. You represent all the. Gays. He is the voice. He Jose is the voice. wants to get on a podcast with you. By the way, he totally agrees. With your, he totally disagrees with your premise. I know. I saw the clip. He was very confused by that. <laughs> I saw it. He's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> you know what I thought? I I watched a little bit of that podcast, and it's like you, guy, Jose, and then poor Nick, just so. <laughs> It's like you three old fuckers, and then this twenty-six-year-old, the youngest guy on the podcast. But that's the perfect mix because then we have like yeah. But you know what? There was I watched like forty-five minutes of it. I don't think he said a word. I think Nick just likes to be part of the group. Yeah, he's not necessarily very opinionated. He just likes to be part of the group, just to be here, just just to listen, absorb. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Uh, Who has the most potential, Brett or Blessing? That's actually a good comparison. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. 
That's actually not as easy as... I think they have equal potential for their nationalities. <laughs> what the fuck do their nationalities what a, fucking, what a fucking PC answer that was there, right? <laughs> I think there's as much potential James, for... Always, you always fucking point the race card. Always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, like, I think the potential for, for, um, for uh, Blessing to be an incredible black bodybuilder is as good <laughs> as the potential for Brett to be an incredible white bodybuilder. But they're no. different. Yeah, they are different. It's like Jay Cutler and Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. No, it's not at all. It's not the same. Totally different physiques. No, Brett is not at all like Jay Cutler. No, he's not saying No, that. but but blessing and, and and Brett also not like Ronnie Coleman. Saying, yeah. Wait, you guys both said something at the same time. What does that comparison mean? No, you it James. means that they're two different people. They can't be the same. They can have the same amount of potential, but they can't be the same. No, yeah. but oh. whose potential is better? That's what we're trying to work out. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it by nationality. We start there. We're doing it by race. By nationality, man. <laughs> Whose nationality has more saying, potential? Look, and I'm not just saying this because obviously me and Blessing have been at odds at times. Um, look, Blessing is very impressive. Um, but I always get worried when guys are that age and they don't have that level of leg development yet. And I think Brett, in terms of completeness, is maybe a little more overall complete even if I think if they stood together at their best right now, maybe blessing could win, which I'm not saying I'm just saying, I think when you have someone with a more complete physique, it's easier to just complete continue developing the entirety of it. It It shows that you've been able to develop all muscles equally and you can continue to grow in a balanced way. I think when you get someone like blessing where they're already in their what mid thirties and their legs are somewhat of a weak point um, their quads, maybe, um, you know, or legs as a whole, I think it's more difficult to see in my mind that projecting into very good legs that will be stand out at an Olympia level, you know? Okay, so you gave a completely... A valid, valid point. What's that? So you gave it a completely objective answer not based on anything to do with blessing. I'm going to yeah. give a completely objective answer not based on any history to do with Brett. Okay. I think exactly what you said is true, but I also think Brett's legs are not a strong point. I don't think they're a strong point, but I think they're more balanced with this physique than Blessing. I don't necessarily agree with that. They're both like similar age, so they're both in their 30s. They both don't have the greatest legs in comparison to their upper body. Sure. But I think... I will say... I, I could be wrong. I, sorry, Justin, just one thing. I could be wrong about this, but I feel like Blessing has more room to fill out his physique and have more of a wow factor. I agree in the sense of an upper body. I don't know if I agree with his legs. Yeah. And also, tough. if you're looking at like the trajectory of the last few years, we're steadily watching Brett increase. Yeah. But we're doing the same for Brett. We're doing the same. Listen, I'm not, this isn't, I know people are going to take this the wrong way. This has nothing. I think, look, I signed Brett because I think he's going to be great. Of course. But I also, I still, I do believe that Blessing can be great. And I, I think, we, I, and I think, I think we've seen, will be a great bodybuilder. and I think we've seen uh, Blessing's trajectory also a good change, rate of improvement yeah. change in Alaska. I think, this question is really interesting because they're very It's a close. very good question. They picked yeah. good people for that question. Yes. Yeah. They're very close. I don't know who I could. James, what do you think overall? If you had to say at the end of their careers, who is going to have a higher ceiling? Um, the way they judge at the Olympia. <sighs> the only, Wait, I'll give this. Sorry to interject, but just something for you all to add and to think on this as well. Yeah, I think the one large advantage that Blessing has is overall structural size and clavicle width. You yes. know, it's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I meant when I said he and has that, more um, that in Olympia lineups, being a narrower guy or a smaller structural guy becomes very hard to get noticed on the Olympia stage. But that's yeah. why yes. that's why I said he has more room to fill mm-hmm. out because he's got more of an X frame that's just not full yet. Yeah. And I think if he can fill out that X frame, he could potentially be bigger than Brett uh, overall stature wise, but also with con- with shape. Sure. Okay. But at yeah. this point, but there's this fair point, arguments to be made for both of them. I mean, I, I don't know the answer. I, I could make arguments for either one. You know? The tough thing about the tough thing about judging Brett right now is the last vision I have in my mind is the stage shot when he wasn't at his best, because I remember in Tampa when he was at his best, where like he could easily, we could easily see way more potential, but then he kind of hit a wall there a little bit. So now I don't know how far that ceiling is. Brett, you're referring to. Brett, sorry, yeah, yeah, Brett. Brett in Tampa, the first time we saw him was outstanding, yeah. excellent. Yeah, oh, yeah. So he's got a hiccup at the Arnold there. So I think people kind of forget how far he can go. And then Blessing has done the opposite. Yeah. So maybe that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Also, well, we'll see. We'll see Brett on stage at the end of this year, and I think we can make a more fair assessment. So let's re retouch this after Blessing's been on the Olympia stage, and Brett's been on a stage once again this year, and we can. You know, in three months, yeah. four months from now, we can have a very accurate depiction of this. You know, I'm interested to see if Brett can thicken up his legs to match yeah. his upper body. I think he can because that's the biggest. I think that's the biggest thing for him. Yeah, James, you didn't say. You say you're saying blessing has a higher. No, I, I, I kind Brett? of with like we said in regards to like the Olympian lineup and how the structure of blessing is very suited to that. Mm. I think at the moment, blessing's kind of there. Yeah. Um. And I'm not saying like I think Brett's fantastic, and he knows I think he's amazing. I think Brett will come through, but I think right now, if you base off there where they're currently up, obviously Blessing is like yeah. up there fighting for that second, probably batch in the Olympia, possibly hopefully. Do you, you think know. he's in that second batch? Bless yeah, maybe the bo- yeah, like second batch. Like I mean, like seven to 12. twelve. I think yeah. Yeah. I don't- this is for Brett or for Blessing. Blessing. I, blessing. Okay. I think the batches, and we're going back to the tier argument that we had two years ago. <laughs> First tier, one through five. Second tier, five through Wait, ten. No, one through six. They generally do a six man first call. So one through six is first. These tier. Are, yeah, I'm a one. These are Fuad's tiers. But you can't have you can't be in the first call out and be the sixth man and be second tier. When we talk about the top guys from last year, do we talk about Nick down or do we talk about Bless uh, Bonac down? Well, who was in the first call out? That's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you when we look at the the final numbers from the show, yeah, do we have do we have Bonac in that top tier, or does it just go? That's a fair Rami, point. Rami to Nick, and then Bonac to ten, and then eleven to fifteen. Because when I look at it, I look at Nick and then everybody else down, but below him, and then I go Bonac to ten, and then eleven to fifteen. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of how I look at it, right? Yeah, because yeah, so I, I see bless. I see obviously me and Bonac was a lot closer tighter battle than it was between Nick and bless. Uh, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. But in your, de- in your defense, Ian, I think that six person could be in that first tier. It just depends how their body looks. Yes. No, but this is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It really depends on how the callouts are and how those physiques match up in that callout. Yeah. You know, so like here before when Akeem was six, you know, yeah, yeah, you could make an, a case for Akeem being a top tier guy there. I mean, he fit in very yeah. well with that first call. He was big. He was in good condition. Yeah, um, and I think he was closer to the top guys than I was closer to him being seven. You know, I think, and I hope Blessing doesn't take offense to this, but I see him in the third pack myself. I, I agree there, but I, yeah. I think for a first Olympia, that's nothing to be 
and especially in this Olympia too, it's nothing to be ashamed of. You Listen, know? I'm not want to talk about places at the Olympia. I I think just being at the Olympia is fucking incredible. Getting there, this, especially this Olympia. I mean, there's going to be 35 yeah. fucking guys in this Olympia. It's going to be no, and then game. also, yeah, that's also saying like the depth of this lineup. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that could be in that third call out that could easily win shows, yeah. like in any mm-hmm. show they walk into. Yeah, I mean, majority so, of them will have won any show they walk into. That's yeah. right. So it's like. Yeah. uh yeah, that's not really a, it's just such a deep lineup. I don't know if he can crack the top 10. Yeah, I, I can agree with you there. James? No, with this particular lineup, that's very much, I'm yeah. kind of looking at it from like, I was looking at it from the Olympias year that I done. Yeah, yeah. Because the, there was only like 16 people. Yeah. So I think I'm forgetting that there's that many. I think this, I think this year is going to be very, very different and very, very challenging. Different very challenging to a lot of guys yeah. we have all the guys that are qualified and then you could possibly throw Derek Lunsford in there you could possibly throw Sean Clarita in there maybe like fuck man it's I don't well, remember and then you're throwing you're now throwing an Andrew Jack and potentially Crizzo in there that's right yeah. you know, you know I, mean, I haven't it's just I don't remember a, uh I don't remember an Olympia like this for a very very long time because usually you had like Jay and Ronnie battling it out for first and second then you had the Phil and Kai show yeah and it's like it's it's very like Kind of wide open. Very wide open. Yeah. That fucking athletes meeting before is going to be a very full room. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a great conference. I hope they Yeah, the press conference could I don't be, like to do knock I don't like to knock anybody's ideas. I think all ideas are good, but I really like the old press conferences better. With everyone. I do. When they sat everybody down and everybody got a chance to speak to one another instead of them bringing yeah. out like two people only. Yeah, you have your private little like even if you're a third tier yeah. guy, you can have yeah. your beef with another third tier guy. That's right. You're all sitting on the yeah. stage together, right? I, so yeah, I yeah, feel like me and Blessing will make all sorts of noise if we end up in that. <laughs> I would, I, I would love them to bring that back. I hope they do. I wonder who. I wonder who we could. I talk watched to. that on all, all the old DVDs. I used to watch them all the time. When I, when who we, the when I did when I did the li- Instagram live with Tamer, uh, or Ter- sorry, with Tarek and uh, those other guys with uh, Sean Ray and and. Yeah. Uh, and blessing, and blessing. And stuff. yeah. Blessing said something about that, and 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 team uh, Tarek was like, "All right, well, we can make this happen. Get everyone up there, you know." Yeah, I think I you guys. Think I feel th- a, a bit more organic. Okay. I felt like the two people just it just didn't feel as it feels too. It feels too WWE when you it's, do that. Yeah, I felt like fixed and rigged. And yeah, I think you know one of the things I think, um, and everybody's got their fucking opinion. My opinion is just another opinion. One of the things I think the Olympia is doing now that they should be doing even more so leading up to the show is don't make the press conference the part where everybody gets to know the athletes, get the athletes on their channel and on all these other channels. So everybody knows who the players are, what the beefs are, what the stories are before they even get to the fucking press conference. Then you don't have to try and create this bullshit kind of beef. It's already created. I agree with you. The problem is that most of these guys' platforms are significantly bigger than the Olympia's platform. So, like, even if you're putting us up in videos and promoting your athletes before the platform, its reach is still very small. But what the Olympia could be doing, if they really wanted to, right? They could invest in channels that do have a platform, like even like Greg Doucette. You get Greg Doucette involved. You get Seth Ferrosi involved. You get me involved. You get more plates, more dates. Get Nick Strick and Power, right? You start getting these bodybuilding channels that are helping promote or like Tregilly's channel, you get these channels that are trying to promote bodybuilding and you say, Hey, we're going to give you guys whatever uh, percentage or whatever, even, I don't know what they're going to give. Right. But we want you guys to have all these people on your platforms so that we can promote these beefs or their stories or whatever. 
so that when they get to the press conference, everybody sitting there already knows the story. They know they know the storylines. They know the characters. Yeah, I get that. You can't you can't tell the story at the fucking show. There's just not enough time. No, you gotta you gotta tell all those stories before you get there. So yeah, that's a fair point. Anyway, um, who had? Oh, we already did that one. Who on the podcast can eat a medium sized apple in the least amount of? The least amount of bites. <laughs> Who's with the biggest mouth? A medium sized apple is like what, like that? Who actually? Who do we think physically has the biggest Paul, mouth? Paul. Paul. I listen. Paul. With I just thought of it. Paul. Without a doubt. There you this, go. This guy routinely one bites like a Tim Hortons muffin. He'll just take the whole thing and like <laughs> every every time we're eating with Paul, that's why I was like. <laughs> Look, he's honestly, I don't know why, but he eats shit like someone's going to take it away from him. So it's like, I've seen it. But there we go. Then we have an answer. Can you YouTube right now and see if there's any videos of someone eating an entire apple in one bite? (laughs) Gotta be. Like, someone's got to have done that, you know? Like, there's got to be someone that can, like, or at all, just like in the mouth and and bite it, you know? Someone's done it. They can, like, you know, like a snake's jaw comes out. Yeah. Someone's done this for sure. There's some interesting people in the world. Okay. Let's see. I bet it's a woman. I bet it's a woman. Oh, wait. Oh, what? What? Wait, what? wait. <laughs> you don't look comfortable. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Oh, my God. What the fuck? That was pretty impressive, to be fair. Amazing. Amazing. I think I could do that. <laughs> you look good doing it. Do no, I'm just saying because he kind of like put it in his mouth and he kind of ate half of it and then brought the rest. Yeah, down. but still, imagine how hard that is because that's like that'd be hard. Yeah, to fit yeah, an entire apple, oh, yeah. apple, even period, just to get it in there is, is impressive. I'm not impressed. I'm well, go get an apple and see how close you can get. <laughs> live on air. We Should I? Live. I think I'm. Li- I think I'm limited to like tangerines, you know. Or like no, the small. Introducing oh. Quad Lock Man. You don't, you don't have a compatible with all your existing Quad Lock mounts. I don't have a very big mouth. You don't have an apple at your house? No, I have a banana, but I'm certainly not trying that. <laughs> Do it. No. Look, look, that's, that's not a very big apple. That's not a very big apple. Look at this. Oh, oh, he's 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 take the stem off. Yeah, you did. I don't, don't want to try. Jesus, I think that was a bit of a small apple. This is nah. a, like there's no way you're fitting that. Look at the size of this fucker, you know. <laughs> Oh my god! There's no chance. I think I could do it. No. Yeah. Uh, why are people? Why are people doing? Hey guys, this? welcome Jack Swish. Jack Swish here today. I'm gonna have one of these. No way. No way. Ended up being enough hype. There was about at my own risk. Right. Okay. Let's try this. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, this is this seems kind of dangerous. No, like, what if I get stuck in it? I like the music. What the fuck is this guy doing? You know what this looks like right now? It looks like a bit of sucking cock coming out of it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> looks like a birth video. What? The yeah, fuck, I didn't. Man. I didn't really enjoy that. All no, that me much. neither. Why do people do all this shit, man? Because it's in the internet. Be famous. Yeah. Uh, what profession would you pick if you were not a bodybuilder? Uh, We've done this one before. I re- recently started my first PED cycle of SARMs. Do you guys have any experience with SARMs and their effectiveness? No, take real steroids. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to say that. 
drop this arms, buy injectable testosterone, the end. <laughs> That's not our recommendation. Don't listen to Ian. Uh, rate your physiques. Uh, you guys mentioned before how hard it is to get all your food in the off season. Why not eat more calorie dense options rather than sticking to meat and rice? Oh God, I know where this is coming from. Or try incorporating or try incorporating dirty carbs. Example, 100 grams of carbs from Pop Tarts would be easier to get down compared to 100 grams of carbs from rice. Consideration digestibility. Once you eat 100 grams of carbs from Pop-Tarts five times a day and tell me how your stomach feels the next day. Yeah. People just don't. It's funny how how we've been doing this bodybuilding thing for like decades. And somebody comes along and is like, hey, didn't you think of eating oil? Why don't you just down some oil? There's some. (laughs) Yeah. I imagine your blood sugar is some trial and error. Yeah. Imagine what your blood glucose would be at if you're just eating fucking 20 Pop-Tarts a day. Pop-Tarts fucking 10 times a day. You know, Evan said it. Evan said it best a long time ago because this is going to be really obvious. But Evan just said, "What you want to eat is shit that you can get into your system and get out of your system really quickly, so that you're hungry again yeah. in two hours or whatever. Yeah. So you can just keep eating. You don't want to eat things that are just going to sit well, in there. That, in, that, in that capacity, pop tarts may be in and out pretty quick. I mean, they're going to be a lot of sugars. I mean, they're probably digest relatively quickly. But I don't know what kind of toll the other additives in there are going to do on your digestive system. You know." I don't know if eating Pop-Tarts with a steak or with chicken <laughs> five times a day is going to digest well. I don't no. know if it's going to be in and out of your system. You just need to that. hunt a Labrador and just do a shake and a Pop-Tart. Why don't you just blend up the Pop-Tarts with the chicken and then just down it? Yeah. Chicken Pop-Tarts? Yeah. Chicken Pop-Tarts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Why don't you do it? Question. Let's move do on, it. Justin. Pop-Tarts every day? I want a solid answer to this guy. What what would happen if you switched out your 300 grams of rice for two Pop-Tarts at every meal? Why can't you do that? I know that I would feel like garbage and I know that my digestion would go to shit and that the following day I would I wouldn't be able to eat. You wouldn't be I hungry. Just, and there there would, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There would just be a compounding effect that over time it's not sustainable. You know what? This also doesn't even make sense, but in my head, even if the calories were the same, you would just be fatter, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I know it doesn't really ch- check out, but I, I still think... You would just, you'd just be fat and sloppy and gross, so just don't do it, okay? <laughs> there is a lot to be said with the actual ingredients of food, you know? The less like ingredients, say, the better, you know? Yes, yeah, yes. If you look at something that has 25 ingredients, it's not as good as something that has two. Probably not perfect. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Favorite activity to pass the time while you're taking a dump? Balloons. Um, what? I play balloons. Balloons. Yeah, it's you're a great game. It. Have you guys ever played balloons? No, I never have. It's like a game like this, where you like, it's a course, and the balloons try and get through it to oh, the other balloons. end, and build towers, and try and kill them. Oh, so you sit on the toilet and it's, do that? It's a, it's a tower defense game for your cell phone. It's amazing. Yeah, I don't do that. It's the best game for cardio, too, because, like, one round of it can take, like, 30 minutes. So, like, one round, and you'll pass by an entire thing of cardio, and you're like, oh, shit, it's done. Yeah. Right. There you go. You're the gaming guy. How come you don't play games on the toilet? Because well, he plays real games. Because like games I don't like games on phones. Yeah, he plays uh, real video games. Justin? I don't really do games on my phone. I'm not what opposed to it. What do you do on the toilet? I don't know. Fucking cruise Instagram or fucking do client check-ins. I'm like responding to check-ins while I'm shitting. You, you look great. <laughs> you guys ever realized too, before social media, 
how much less time we spent sitting on the toilet. Like oh, when I was yeah. younger, I literally used to just like sit down, poop, stand up. I was out there in 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. And I would always be so confused with like, people be like, oh yeah, I fucking take five minutes. I'm like, for what? Like I literally just push the poop yeah. out and I'm done. But now I like sit down and I like, pull my phone out. True. I, I te- text people back. 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. yeah my, 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 my thing, my thing is every morning I go out in the garden and I pose and I film it. And then I go for a shit and I sit and I do screen grabs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, okay. Why you Because the screen grabs take about the same time as my shit. So it's, it's good. I'm in a rhythm of like, I wake up, I have a cup of coffee, I take a shit, I eat a meal, and then I take a shit again. So my morning's got a lot of pooping in it. Yeah. Why? Perfect. <laughs> you shit twice. You're pooping. Well, like you're, poop, you're pooping out the days before, and then you get the system started with some food, and then you get that moving out too. Coffee's great for that. Yeah. Yeah, but. When I wake no, up, I always, poop, like, I always usually have a bit about two acts like it's bizarre. It's, that that it's, <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's just you're shitting back to back. It doesn't make sense to me. It's, it's like a, a it's like an hour apart. Yeah. All right. It's well, not that's not abnormal, especially in an off season hey, where I'm eating five thousand plus. Whatever cow. makes you a great bodybuilder, I don't care. Just <laughs> shit. I poop. Poop comes for me when I hit a front double bicep and I try to vacuum. Really. Maybe that yeah, I can't back in, but vacuum. when I do that sucking bit, I'm like, okay, poop. Like it's like a toothpaste, like just squeeze it out like that. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally that is. Uh, there's a bunch of rate your physiques. You guys want to rate any of them? Let's do two. All right, let's take this guy, pancakes, and I haven't done this in a long time. Fuck. Okay, pancakes <laughs> and breeze. There he is. Jake. Jake Sakila. Hi, Jake. Great, my physique. Five foot, five and a half inches, 174, open and classic. Competing in the universe in five and a half weeks. But this QA is old, so he's probably already two twelve. He's probably already competed. I will next. One sec. So this is Oh him. I'm telling him to do two twelve. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So these are his show picks, obviously. It's already gone by. He's definitely not hard enough. Yeah, conditioning obviously needs a significant improvement. He's he, he can pose and he's got he's got good structure, but he's nowhere near in shape. I say this with all the love in the world: spend less time posing and more time doing cardio. Absolutely, yeah. get the physique yeah. first. Yeah, posing is cool and all, but we're the point is to have a good physique, not to be a good poser. Yeah, like you could be a shit poser and be in better shape and probably do better. Look, I'm a shit yes. poser. I've, I've come second at the Olympia. There's seventh at the Olympia twice. So, and I definitely wouldn't wear trunks this small if I wasn't in shape. Yeah. I had this thought today, like this thought today, I haven't practiced my posing as much as I normally do, but I was like, I'm focusing more on how actually looking fucking good. Hey, wait, is he natural? I have to ask. It'll say in his bio if he is for sure. Well, well, NPC universe is a natural show, isn't it? Or no, I don't know. I I actually don't know. Justin, you're the only American here. Do you know? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. What's this video there? That one was the most muscular. All right. So what are we saying? I think I don't think I'm, he has a bad physique by any means. I think he's good. Structure is pretty good. It looks more like a bodybuilding physique than a it classic does. physique to me. It just yeah, I mean, like, that's, well. that's a good shot. I mean, like I think he looks good, good, most muscular for that's a younger right. guy. It's just obviously the conditioning is hard to make a fair account. I I'm just gonna say I see a bodybuilder that needs to put on another 25 pounds. Yes. Yeah. I don't see a classic physique there. 
No, I think, his, should, I think you should stick to bodybuilding, yes. And everything he's been posting, he's in posing trunks. In, yeah, in look, if, if you want to be a classic posing bodybuilder, great, but you are a bodybuilder. Yeah, this is a bodybuilding structure for sure. Yeah. He looks quite young as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's hashtagging bodybuilding in there. So I think he is a bodybuilder. Well, well, yeah, he's not. I'm sorry. He said, oh, he's doing open and classic. So, okay. Well, stick yeah. to open, man. Like, yeah, that's the, yeah, definitely. Okay. I miss rating physiques. Yeah, stick to the open. Just get peeled, dude. Like, just who cares if you feel a little smaller? When, just- when I was a young man, and I know you're the same, Ian, when you were the young body, but you just aimed to get gnarly. All I cared about was literally starving myself to the point that I was so lean that it, I was the, always going to be the leanest guy. Yeah, you're the only one in that shape and you win. Why yeah. didn't you add me into that, James? I'm a little bit offended. Well, uh, when you were young, we were, you weren't born yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is uh, Justin Grinberg. He's 5'6, 182, and he's a teen. This guy. Looks like we could basically repeat what we just said. Yeah. Well, he's a teen. I mean, this is pretty good for a teen. He's got good yeah. muscularity. I mean, it's an overall pretty good physique. His delts look pretty decent. I mean, but thick legs. Thick yeah. Legs. Thick legs. Okay, it's just like condition, man. Yeah, condition. Boys. Well, I, I I remember my first show, and I, I can't say I was super conditioned. My first show, my legs were a little bit harder than this. My upper body was much harder, but my legs never got super, super hard my very first show. No, I mine didn't either. Well, they were harder. They were harder than this, but not. Um, everything looks like it's there. Like even his back is like pretty developed for a teen. Yeah, for eighteen. Yeah, I would just say, look, man, get bigger. Like I don't know. This is this is the thing. You don't need to be bigger tomorrow. We're not saying to this guy be bigger next week. We're saying just continue to stay the course of trying to get bigger. That's the goal as a bodybuilder. We're doing the same things as you are as for this kid. Just keep trying to grow, you know? Yeah, that's good advice. I would say this as well. I'd say when you focus on doing a bodybuilding show, the one thing that will you'll always be able to look back on and be happy with and proud of is your condition. Look at this. This is actually the time. If if you're not if you're not the most muscular muscular person at the time of doing a show. So be it. But if you were in amazing condition and you can look back and go, well, at least that's, I nailed that. I always fun. find that. Can I just yeah, say I always this? feel like that's rewarding. Can I just say this? Uh, since we're trying to critique a physique, if I was coaching this kid, I would be like, look, your legs are phenomenal. Yes. I would work on the back as much. Like, this is thick and thick calves, yeah, too. Are good. Those are good quads. And calves. Like I would say just work on your back as much as anything because good legs and a good back can carry you over many many things like, and then obviously the conditioning alongside those yeah yeah yeah, of course <laughs> yeah. but seeing as he's so young the main i feel like your main focus should be like let's just get those fucking lats to just grow yeah get yeah. the same size as those fucking calves and legs but take your time like you're not you don't need to be 300 pounds at 21 just do your thing you know all right let me see if i can find the bodybuilder in here kid's got some good legs on him yeah. dave dave hardy let's see what dave hardy looks like There he is. All right. Dave Hardy is, it just says, please rate my physique. Love the podcast. All right. We got some good shots here. Yeah. Listen. Eight weeks out. Fastest uh, check-in picks this morning. Anyone who has prepped knows inside six to eight weeks. This is where things get fun. Okay. So he's six to eight weeks out or sorry, eight weeks out. So conditions, not bad for eight weeks. It's pretty good. No, it's great weeks, yeah. 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 Great. Uh, nice, small waist. I feel like structurally, I, like I should say structurally. I say proportionately, everything matches. Yeah, for his, would, yeah. Would you guys agree? For his I don't see anything that's that's 
drastically behind anything else. Yeah. No, not really. I mean, you could maybe say his triceps a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Um, in the the front, double, I feel like the front lat the most muscular. Um, yeah, but I mean, o- overall, I mean, he's got good, nice round delts. His arms look good in the side tricep. But like there, you can see he's triceps. Very, yeah, his triceps. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon, boys? A bit more. Chest tricep. is good. He's got a good chest, good delts. Mm-hmm. I think he's very proportionate. Minus the, the triceps could use more work, obviously, but it's also a symptom of his shoulders that's being so fucking big. Crazy cannonball ass delta. Look at those fuckers. Yeah, yeah. that's why I think that's why it's like so round, sense. like their front to back, very complete delts. Yeah. Some so just got really good delts. I don't know what class he's competing in, so it's hard to rate him. But I would just say, well, he's got posing. I'm assuming bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But I don't know, like, what class he's in. Like, I don't know what, what weight. It doesn't say his weight or anything. So I don't know, like, is he a, a light heavy? Is he a middleweight? He looks tall. Just he looks tall. Anyway, physique-wise, I'm going to say I would keep doing exactly what you're doing. Maybe focus on arm days a little bit. Yeah. But everything else looks pretty proportionate. Wait, we haven't even getting giving ratings for the, any of these physiques. Well, because the first two kids I felt were way too young to rate. Okay. They just needed to so just this, grow. This, dude is, this dude's heading into nationals, correct? Is that what I read? Um, yeah, I said nationals, I think, on the previous, yeah, so it, yeah. As far as this guy on a national stage, I guess it is kind of tough because he doesn't, we don't know his weight or his weight class. I'm going to assume a heavyweight. Let's see what his form's like. That's heavy for a fucking uh, stiff leg. Yeah. One, was that five and a quarter or six and a quarter? Five and a quarter? Looks like five and a quarter. Yeah. Strong. Yep, that's really strong. Um, eating bodybuilder meals. I mean, good on you. Well, should try pop tarts. I think rating. I think rating wise, if we're saying should try pop tarts. <laughs> I think rating wise, if we're gonna say he's doing the nationals, I'm gonna say he's like a seven point two. Yeah, I give him. I give him like low sevens. Yeah, high yeah, six or seven. It just needs more size. That's all. Yeah, it's, he he looks like a, a longer physique. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I don't know if he's undersized a bit for his structure or, or or if he is a taller guy like he could be shorter and just be a little thin still i don't really know he looks taller to me um so yeah just fill in that physique more condition looks good shape is nice got good midsection some good parts there yeah i give him like a seven yeah yep just hammer the triceps yeah all right i'll i'll just pay. do synthol it's way easier guys <laughs> yeah that's actually what i do look at the quads I'll, on this fucker i'll pay rate my physique 510 242 first time competing next year this is, a, this is a Brit thing, James. You guys like to pose in your backyards, eh? I know. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah. I noticed you. I actually noticed gentlemen as well. Yeah, I, I feel like every time I see a, a British bodybuilder, they're posing outside. North American bodybuilders very rarely are posing outside. Well, it might our, be a trend that was set by... A, a, I, I a pose British right there on my back porch. Who knows? Yeah. It's, it's, hard to judge, uh, it's hard to judge some of the body parts because of the body fat level, but I feel like the back needs to come up a bit. But, I mean, his legs and hamstrings, actually, like, his quads and hamstrings look pretty good. It looked like his hands from the side could be a little thicker. I from the from front? The side, yeah. I, I didn't see him from the side yet. But. Well, well, right sure. He was working with a friend of mine, coaching him, but I don't know if he still is. Mm, it's really yeah. hard to know. Has he ever competed? Yeah, has he ever competed? Go no, no, this is first show. This is first oh, show. Sure. So. Yeah. I mean, he's got some good muscularity for his first show. I mean, he's 33 years old. Okay. I can't tell if his back is good or it's too thin because it's, it's, it's in the off season. Well, there's some, yeah, here's a posing video. Oh, no, it's not for FedEx. Well, there you guys got that going for him. Yep. 
I don't know. It's a little too hard it, to judge. He's got good quads. I'll give him the quads are, are solid. But there you go. Down on the bottom left, you can see a, thing, a little clearer the back shot. Yeah, back obviously needs to improve. Yeah. Come up. Yeah, it needs some work. Waist is a little thick, so that means your back's got to be even bigger. Yeah. Just to kind of create more of that taper from the and it does look like, like look at most muscular. It's like you bring shoulders can up. Him, can we watch him hack squat there? Where are this one? How many plates here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's six. That's six. Sorry. Is there a band on there? Nope. Good, good boy. Good boy. Good depth. Yeah. Good hacks. Good rep speed. Good. All right. Well, he's got good legs. We yeah. should see see what his back workouts look like. Here's some rows. Oh, this could be improved, obviously. This could be oh, this is what he's doing the thing that I hate the most with Rose. Well, he's using 190s, which is completely unnecessary here. No, but he's pulling, see how he's pulling his torso first to get the momentum going, and then yeah, he brings his elbow. that whole shoulder up. Yeah. So this isn't this isn't what you need to be lifting from the elbow first, not the back first. Like yeah, he's lifting, pulling from the lat, not from the, the shoulder. Yeah. yeah, he's turning his whole body before he actually even pulls his arm. I mean, look, it's obviously impressive strength doing 190s either way, but if he put this down to like 130s or 140s and made that yeah, form, like, you know, yeah, I'll say this. If, my friend, you will notice your lats grow a lot more if you reduce that weight. Well, because and quite substantially. And use the muscle you're intending to use. Yeah. But what the, Not because the, the other reason we're saying it yeah. is if your back is we your want weak you to progress. point. If your back is your weak point, this is part of the reason why. Yes. You're and using, it's also, if you look at that, he's really not nailing his lat. He's nailing his wrong. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he's pulling here first, and he's like, yeah, okay. So we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. What's a deadlift look like? I would just say take more time at the top. I don't like it when guys deadlift and they, like, do that like, spring and down. I don't like touch-and-go deadlifts really either, but, I mean. Yeah, I'm, I, I prefer yeah, that stuff. I say, prefer that stuff. Yeah, I like attention at the bottom when you're doing dead stops. Yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily. I like to dead stop. I mean, it's literally it's literally called a deadlift. Yes, because you are doing from a dead stop. So deadlift your deadlifts. Okay. What weight is this? Because this is a little bit better. It's one seventy five. So he came he came down fifteen pounds. I think I'm right. I think in the at the one forty one thirty range, you would have very good form with the dumbbell. Yeah. Yeah. I think I guys don't think dumbbell rows are for everybody, if I'm honest. Yeah, I yeah. think you should be very selective of what you do. I agree with that, too. James. I think this guy's doing a lot of the you should do them movements, like deadlifts, yeah, deadlifts dumbbell rows, barbell rows. De- you know. Look, yeah. I just want to say something else. This is the other reason why I like feet together on dumbbell rows. See how his, his body's kind of yeah. getting the whole thing started? Like, he's kind of mm-hmm. almost squatting a bit. Yeah. He's like using his hips. Square your feet up and get a little – and be held onto the bottom part of the rack. Yeah, and then right. drag that dumbbell up the side of his leg. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? yes. There was an okay. there's, there's, there's very few people out there that I feel that when I watch them dumbbell row, it looks spawn, and that's people like Regan, yeah. Regan, Derek Lunsford. There's a few yeah, people. That's, with those that's, a good, that's a good press. I have no problem there. Yeah. Yep. Well, we're really critiquing this guy hard. Front squat. <laughs> front squat. Front squat. Yes, he's been to the gym. Look, King. Oh yeah, it's just King's gym, right? Yeah, the old one. He's All in right. Jay. Let's see. Here, let me expand this. Rate my physique and then shit on my training. We're not shitting. We're helping. We're helping. No, he's got all the effort. He's got. No, he's not. The guy's fucking. It's the execution. It's the execution. Yeah. Yeah. I think his his front squats are fine. I would just take a little bit more time. Yeah. Sometimes you just see guys, there's a lot of effort in the gym. It's just misguided. Yeah. The longer longer I've been bodybuilding, the more I've realized what movements I don't need, even though they look good. 
Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Am I still I, sharing I, my am I still sharing my screen? No, yeah. right? Okay. It's good. Just gone now. I don't know what just happened. Okay. Uh that was we'll move on from there. Yeah. How do you keep your joints feeling like they're from feeling like they're 60 year olds with I can't even fucking read. How do you keep your joints from feeling like a 60 year old with arthritis? I've honestly found the thing that's helped me the most is, and you know, I've done this for years is I take astronomical doses of fish oils all oh, the time. Yeah, yeah, I agree with but that. But also I think managing volume and frequency, sometimes people are just. And, yeah. and form. I mean, obviously. Yeah, you, oh yeah. For sure. know, that kid, that kid training, like, you know, with a little more herky jerky form, you know, yep. especially in the bottom of movements, um, you know, loading the joints like that is going to hurt. More say a, lot, a lot of the reason why I train the way I do, especially pressing and things like that, is to mitigate joint pain. Yes, I find absolutely. if I'm just pressing Same. like this on a on a machine, my elbows are blasted. Yeah, I love you, yeah. Justin. I love you too, man. Your first thing is volume. Don't do too much volume. Hey, I'm just talking about the guys that are doing like 15. He said managing volume. He didn't say too much volume. Hey, yeah. I don't need you to defend your boyfriend. Just be quiet. <laughs> but you don't what? have a point. Yeah. Whether you want to acknowledge it or not. What? That's that your fair- boyfriend? Yeah, no, no, but I, I think supplement wise, turmeric and fish oils and good doses will help. Um, and I think other than that, training matters, volume matters, all these things as well. Stretching, I think tightness and, and muscle balances. Like for me, if I let my like hips and quads get tight, my knees will be destroyed. So I, I stretch every day, you know, static stretching after cardio every day. All right, we'll do this one last. What was one trait you all took from your parents that you are thankful for to this day? P.S. Oh, love the podcast. <clears throat> Who wants well, to start? I wish I wish I had a little bit more of it. I think my dad's just one of the hardest working people I've ever met in my life. I think my dad's the same. I wish I had that. I was literally going to say the same. He's thing. a fuck. He's a fucking animal. Like I worked with my dad a lot through my younger years, and I just like he's always worked circles around me. In his late fifties, he's just so much harder of a worker than I am. Yeah, my dad is seventy five and would still outwork me in any kind of laborious job. Like it's nothing. Yeah. You know? Okay, with time out, I just want to ask you is this because I feel the same way about my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you can get to the position any of us are without having good work ethic. It's just not the same. Different. Like it's where, different. like where I looked at my dad come home with fucking holes in his shirt from mm-hmm. welding, and my mom basically making our clothes and cooking all our fucking food and all that shit all every single day, driving us around. Yeah, I don't have that kind of work, but do you ever get, do you get to the top of any field or have a successful business or have a successful life without having a work ethic? I will say, I think about my dad quite a bit in my day to day. And I think I do call on what I've grown up to see as a, a hard work ethic. I think that has rubbed off on me and I learned everything about working fucking hard and being a provider from my dad. So I take, I, you know what I think about my mom and my dad the most is when I complain. When I'm complaining about some shit I got to do in a day, I'm like, I never, ever heard them complain. I've never heard either of my parents complain in my entire life. I've literally I'm seen sure. my dad like cut off his finger and be like, oh, it's fine. Tape it up and get back to work. I know? never heard my mom say, oh, I got to make dinner for you guys. Like yeah. I never, just never, never fucking yeah. heard. Or I got to pick up your brother. Fuck. Why do I got to? Yeah. Like, I never. I, like, like Justin said, like, or like you said, it's like, you know, my, my mom, like when I was younger, would fucking drive us everywhere, like nonstop, yeah. everywhere you want to go, never complained. You know, I told, I told Summer, I told Summer once, she's like, you never took a bus? I'm like, I never took a never. bus. No. My, we had, my mom had five fucking kids. Yeah. And she drove us everywhere and made all our food and cooked, made, made, even I, I, at one point, she was making our clothing. I think this is the one thing that I, I think I've, 
picked up both my parents the best is I'm very good at maintaining my composure in situations that a lot of people would be very aloof or stressed out in. Like, like say like our dog is like eat something and is fucking about to die. Melissa will be in frantic crying, freaking out. Not I, I can maintain cool. very good in situations like that. Yeah. I will see. I, I get that from my mom. And I think door. get the goddamn door, the door, the door. Someone's at the door. James. Are you okay? Anything to say about this? Any traits you took from your mom? Yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, Yannick, can you hear the door? I'm in the shower. Uh, Yannick, the door's going, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm fucking naked. <laughs> uh, fuck your naked. I don't care if you're naked. I'm here. Um, <laughs> my thing is what, what I noticed with my, my mother was her ability to, anyone she met from any walk of life, some of us would look at them and be like, I don't really want them to approach me maybe like judgmental of characters because they're different. And my mum was never one to not let someone at least in to figure out who they are and give them a chance. Mm. Um, she was, she worked in prisons. So she was around convicts and people of all different, um, like you know, a lot of people that were considered bad people, but for some reason could always relate and see good in the people that were trying to rehabilitate. Yeah. And that quality is something that I always think about. So when, I look at people that are very different than me, whether it be where they're from, what they do, their sexuality, anything like that. I never, ever let that pre, um, I never get a preconception of who they are, what they, sh- what I think they are until I let them give me the opportunity to, to okay. figure them out. Wow. And, and, so, I, and I like that. That's so different. That's so different from my parents. Yeah. My dad was like, yeah, my, oh, my mother, my mother would talk to yeah. people. I know that have killed people. Yeah, no. And yet still come home from work and be like, you know what? There's, he's a really, there's something about that man. That I really like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the strong, that's the strongest thing you got from her. Cause you are like that actually. Yeah. yeah. I am. Yeah. No, I, I think so. Like I can walk into, I can walk into a fucking ghetto with people yeah. that probably do crime every day and somehow find a way to converse with people there and feel comfortable. Yeah. 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 I don't know what that is, but that's definitely from my mother. That's beautiful. That's good. That's so much better than our answers. Yeah, that was a good answer. No, it's just different. <laughs> it's different, but I think it does a very good, a very well they're, thought. They're all valuable. Yeah. They're all valuable. I will, say, I will say that my moral compass came from my mother. You know, I, I think a lot about how I conduct myself in my day based on my mom. I and my like mom. I'm... Go ahead. Sorry. Justin. No, sorry. I was just saying my mom, no, no. I, I feel like has is even with everything she has going on right now. I mean, I'll, I'll be open. She's battling stage four esophageal cancer. And she just refuses to be a victim. Like she refuses to like, yeah. you know, are, like at any point, like, are you mad that this is happening? And I just, I feel like to just her level of acceptance is, is uh, impressive. And yeah. she's just, it's, it, you know, in those moments you, you almost want to be angry at the circumstances, but I think she just refuses to be. Yeah. And she yeah. just, yeah, I, know. I totally, yeah. I wonder if that's a, a generational thing. Cause James, I think, your mom had the my same mom, kind of personality. Stage my mom. four, stage four bowel um, cancer. Yeah, and uh, just fought, always fought, didn't let it. I don't know. Just, yeah, my mom is keep just keeps yeah, fighting and same. her best foot forward. And yeah, you know. that's my mom. Back I, I then, haven't uh, honestly, I haven't heard her complain one word, man. I mean, not one. I mean, yeah. she hasn't. You know, eaten, the mad thing, she hasn't eaten solid food in months. She can't drink water. I mean, nothing. But she's just. I mean, you know, the like, thing is, you won't hear her complain. 
Do you know the thing, Jay? Because do you know the only thing that matters to your mum is that she sees that you're fine. Yeah. Like she and and, and that's what the, I I realized this from my mother. Everything, the only thing that really mattered to her in in in, in all of that happening was are my children okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. And as long as her children are okay, there was there was still the ability to to smile yeah. and be happy with no. And the I, life I know she's my created. yeah. Yeah, I know my mom's at peace because she knows she did a good job raising Absolutely. us and that we're in a good place. And yeah, yeah, man, and proud, proud, and that's that's yeah, the main thing. Proud. Yeah, good man. Uh, yeah, I don't have much to add to that. I think I went through my own thing with my mom in February. It's yeah, I think I think it's generational. I think they just uh, they're raised differently. They, I don't I don't know if like like my dad went through his illness before he passed i don't think i would be like my dad i always you know you said earlier justin you said you um you think about you think about your dad all the time and work ethic and how you could be oh yeah Mm -hmm. i always feel like i'm not even coming close to living up to who he was oh me neither i'm like there's there's so many times in my day where i'm like ah fuck it i'll do it tomorrow but i I just know my dad is always that guy that's gonna stay there and get it done always my dad's the same no matter what I believe I, I walk away from shit like ah fuck it all the time. I'm like God, my dad would not do that. I know my dad is like like that. Like it's like something it's so so insignificant too. And he'll sit there and he'll figure it out and you know toil with something until he gets it done. He gets it done right. He won't half-ass anything. He'll bake it and sure it's done. Yeah, and done he gets it done right. I mean, it, I mean the whole I worked with my dad for ten years. Fucking eighty percent of the time, he would send us on lunch and he would just work through the whole day. He would never take a lunch. He just worked. Yeah. 10 hours straight. So, so can I ask you this? Because I always feel guilty about that side of things because my dad was all, also the same, but I don't necessarily think it's feel, always a healthy thing, you well, know. Well, but one second. So should we feel guilty or are we just better at other things? Or better in we, other ways? I don't think we should feel guilty. I think it's it's something that we can look up to and want and try to emulate, but I don't think you need to be the same or be as good at that one specific thing. I think, yeah. you know, Justin looks at his dad and he can look at that and be like, this is something of him that, you know, I want to try and emulate my best. And even if you never achieve that same level of, you know, whatever, it's still something to guide you and aim towards. And yeah. I don't think you should feel ashamed yeah. that you, or, you know, embarrassed that you don't get to the same level. I think there's a lot of things Justin's probably better at than his dad. And his dad probably is like, man, Justin's really great at this. I wish I was like that when I was his yeah. age or whatever. Um, but yeah. I think there's, you know, there's say, strengths in different things, you know, so I, I look say, at it. Yeah, my dad never ha- had much of a growth mindset within his business. And he was yeah. the guy doing the work. He's always the laborer where I, what I think I do a good job of is allocating these tasks and allowing myself to build my businesses and do more because I'm not married to the grind myself. You know, yeah. and I do, I would do wish my dad had some more of that. I wish he would be quit being the guy on the fucking ladder in the sun all day. I mean, he's, you know, in his 60s, he looks like a piece of leather and he's working his fucking ass off to the bone every day. I think unlike, I don't know, maybe unlike you guys, I do have a level of shame that I'm not like my dad because my dad was my fucking hero and I always wanted to emulate the way he handled things and did things. Yeah. And I don't, I'm totally different. Like, like if my dad, like, look at this, like if, if my dad knew I had a guy cut my grass and i was paying him he'd be like what would, your, what would your dad think of the level of success you've created and all the business and everything that you've done now well i mean he'd be extremely proud of me but when i look of like when we think of like what a man does and work ethic if my dad knew i had somebody cut my grass he'd be like you're a fucking asshole 
Yeah, but maybe maybe it's like okay, you're you're doing that, but in that time you're you know using it towards yeah. I, there's obviously yeah. There's obviously uh, there's obviously a, a give and take to where work ethic is allocated. I get it. Yeah, and I, I have someone mowing my lawn, and half the time, look, some of the most successful the, the most successful hardworking people in the world aren't generally cutting their own fucking lawns. You know. I know. I, I just when I think of I understand dad, what you're saying. My dad's the same. My dad wouldn't. The idea of even if I when I tell him like. Someone cuts my lawn or like I have poop squad. People that have a poop squad. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like to my dad, he laughs. He's like, you're a few fucking kids, you know, like it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But that doesn't give you a level of uh, maybe shame is too strong a word, but it doesn't give you a level of like where you sit back and go, maybe he's right. Maybe I'm a I feel, pussy. I feel a touch guilty at times when my, the guy comes to mow my lawn and I'm just sitting on my couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, and I'm just like sitting there. Watching. I don't, I don't feel guilty that way. Cause I'm paying him. And then yeah. I know, yeah, and I know, know he, and I know he does the whole neighborhood, and he makes a good living. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't, yeah, no doubt. And and honestly, that's that's part of uh, economy. I mean, you're you're feeding the economy. You're, I don't, I don't feel guilty for the guy cut my grass because he's making it's a business no, for him. I feel I'm, and like I said, I don't know if shame is the right you word. Feel guilty I feel, that you should be doing more and working hard. Yeah, I feel like if I want to be like my dad, like even even okay, let's take work out of it. Let's take a uh, like conservationist in that term. My dad was not wasteful at all. Yeah, mine either. And I'm out buying yeah. cars, and I'm buying fucking okay. shoes, and I'm buying. I'm like, fuck. Why is my? I mean, this is this is this is certainly a, a very much so a generational thing, and I think it also matters. You know what kind of money and affluent you know that your parents come from. I, I'm assuming your parents didn't come from a lot of money. I mean, no, my, dad, no. my dad grew up in yeah. you know a house with no running water and and nothing like that, and you know yeah. middle of fucking northern Saskatchewan, and you know his dad worked on grain elevators and shit like. I mean, it was very different. And obviously, you know, you learn to value things a lot differently in that world. And we've grown up in a very different world. So it's hard to pin that same value to yeah. things that don't have the yeah. same as them, you know? So it's but very odd guys, for me because right, because I grew up without my dad. Yeah. And yeah. therefore, I feel no, if anything, I felt the opposite. felt shameful for him. <laughs> Yeah, but okay, but you I'm can like, still you, but you can still use your mom for that, James. Like your mom was, yeah, no, no, very... no. But I mean, what I will say is this: I'm just as encouraged, though. And meaning, in what way? Explain. I'm encouraged by the absence to be a better so, man. You mean? Yes, because yeah. something not being there, and yeah. you looking at that for me personally is a lesson in what not to be. Yeah, of course. And has given me. I wouldn't have done well in bodybuilding unless I had some dirty resilience. Yeah, and that resilience came from. I'm not going to be a quitter like my dad yeah, who has two it. children and walks out on them because he can't handle being a fucking dad. Yeah. 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 So that's, okay. that's where every time I wanted to give up in say bodybuilding, I'm not the opposite. Instead of thinking, Oh, do you know what? Like, I, I can't be like him. Anymore. I got to be better. Yeah. I was, like, I was like, I was like, fuck that. Like, why am I going to turn out like this fucking plonker? Yeah. Okay. But, so but on the flip but side, but on the flip side, James, if you look at your mom, you always talk about how her work ethic was so strong and her, you know, she's able to raise two kids by herself and, Obviously yeah, yeah. that took, you know, saving money and all these things. And we've grown up and you have nine pairs of fucking rollerblades and you have like, so like, do you ever, <laughs> do you ever look and go, do you ever look and go, how come I didn't get her like conservationist attitude or non-wasteful attitude? Like I feel guilty. Uh, you know like My dad made, listen, my dad made 40 grand a year and raised five kids. If like, I can I live. I can live on my own for forty minutes. <laughs> and even on the flip side of that, like my dad came from nothing, but ended up making a lot of money. But he still lived the same. That's what my I'm dad about. still like. He he was here yesterday. He's wearing jeans 
that like are hand-me-downs from mine from when I was like 12 that he's like on matches in. I know. He, yep. he came in, he came in once wearing a, a hat the other day that said D12 Eminem on it. <laughs> like, oh, God, do you even know what this is? What are you wearing? Like, this is mine from what, like grade seven. Yeah. But it's like, that's a good hat. You had it. It was there. It works. It's yeah, still, my, it still my fits dad on still my head. Wears, still wears yeah. throwback shirts of mine that. Oh know, yeah. I'm, and like when we go hunting, like when we go hunting, you know, all my hunting equipment's new and it's like, you know, flashy and fancy and like I'll use it one season, fucking damage something or whatever. Yeah. My dad's using all his equipment that he's had from 1965 that his first wife gave him for his fucking birthday. About. And, you know, and it's in but pristine I'll, condition. My dad's kind of like myself, though, where he does like nice shit. He's always buying nice new stuff for his motorcycle and decking out his shit, getting new motorcycle gear to match. Yeah, his and, I, and I think everybody has a thing. I mean, my dad's the same, you know, like he has a motorcycle and he has a nice truck and stuff like that. But yeah. You know, and the things that he thinks are not valuable to him, like him wearing yeah. fancy clothes or, you know, wearing, you know, fucking $700 sunglasses. Yeah, like, no, my, my dad's wearing like co- uh, glasses he got at Costco for 20 at the bucks. The gas station yeah. for 20 yeah. Exactly. James, you were going to say something about learning from your mother because you, you're not really like her, or are you? Or do you ever feel shameful or wasteful or. I don't feel like shameful because I'm not a conservative person with like items, but then I'm like, I think that's coming from her not being here anymore because I'm like, you just gotta fucking have what you want if you want it. Well, and yeah, that's, I don't think I don't that's think a, we should wait. That's a good point of view because I think that's. Can you explain that a bit? Sorry, Justin, I just want to explain. Is that because she's gone and you feel like life is short, or what is it? Yeah, because it's like, okay, like I think if she was still here, and there, if there was opportunity to have had some things that she fancied having. But she thought at the time, maybe I shouldn't because I should be a bit more conservative. Maybe her mindset would have been different if she knew that she had borrowed time. Uh, so, you know, yeah. it's a lesson to me to be like, you know what? Sometimes you just got to fucking have what you want if you can. Because you've worked hard. I think that's, James, I think it's like you live in my head. Point. Justin, go on. Say, say, sorry. No, no, I just, I think that's a great point. I don't think any of us should ever feel guilty for wanting nice things, especially when we no, yeah. work hard and make good money and we can afford these things. But wait, I just want to explain. It's not about not wanting that. I'm not talking about materially. I just, my father was, and my mother were like very, very financially conscious, obviously, because they had to be. And yes. so when I'm just blowing money left and right, I'm like, you're such an asshole. Your parents would not be proud of you. Yeah. The way you're saying I feel that sometimes too. I but, but at the same time, I just think of what James said. And it's very, very, it's in my mind all the time because I'm like, well, my mom and dad have passed recently. You know, mm-hmm. Luke passed, John passed, Cedric yeah. has passed. And I'm like, you know, Cedric is 44. I'm I'm turning 44 in like two months. You know, I think you touched on this when we were in Tampa. And that dinner was very expensive. But you said you didn't give a shit because it was about oh, the experience. When I, when I was drunk and I made that speech. You were drunk and you made a great speech. <laughs> but it was true. I mean, we had a ton of fun and, and you can't replace those moments. And the fucking thousand bucks you spent on dinner who gives a shit it was worth it i gotta tell you guys after john after john passed that became you know obviously my my parents passed but they're older so you feel like okay at least they lived a full life like my mom was 81 and my dad was 80 yeah when john passed at 49 i was like you know what who fucking knows if i'm gonna make it to 50 or 60 so if i want to buy a motorcycle i'm buying a fucking motorcycle if i want to buy the way i look at it yeah is it, as long as it doesn't put you in a, a position now where you you suffer, yeah, financially, yeah, or where suffer, you're affecting like you're anybody in, else with your yeah. with your decisions, yeah. yeah, then then please do because again you have to also look at this. 
I make more money than my mother ever did. That's not her fault or my fault. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. So therefore, if I can afford things, I will have them because if she could have afforded, she might have. I'm yeah. also, I'm also, completely, I'm also not on board with the work to die mentality. I think if you work, you should be able to work and reap the benefits of that and, and adding some kind of quality to your lifestyle. And for you, that yeah. is getting a fucking $40,000 Harley and ripping down the road. Then that's what it is. I mean, yeah. you know, I completely agree with that. You know, yeah. honestly, I, I, I measure a lot of my success based on how much free time I can allocate myself and not in a lazy yes. sense, in a quality of life sense. Yeah. You I know, know what you mean about not, that. It's not yeah. that I think a lot of people overvalue this nonstop grind, this 60 yeah. hour work. Week I agree with that. There's the fucking quality of life in that. You no, know, I like I like that on a Wednesday I can just go to the you know coast with my wife and my businesses are taken care of because I have employees. That's that's what I'm referring to when I'm saying the work the work to die mentality. People that's yeah. just like I have to work, 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 work. It's like for what then? Your what? whole life has gone by. You've yeah. worked for a, for a ton of stuff that you haven't taken the time to enjoy and enjoy any of it. Your life, yeah. enjoy yeah. the things that you could be doing. I mean, look, I think we should all work hard and, and and there's benefits to that but i also think that you need to realize that life is short and unpredictable and you only get one and you don't want to be on your deathbed and be like shit i should have done this more i should have worked less i should have spent more time with my wife with my mom with my dad you know it's like you got one just fucking use it you know it sounds really stupid it's, it's not that there's not plenty of times where we absolutely are married to the grind we had we can't Course, some of us just, yeah well we like it so you know, to course, degree. Like, early I, on I think a lot of people find peace in it as well yeah. 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 And sometimes that's, I think mean, people enjoy that, but for me, that's not really my measuring stick of, yeah. of success. Me neither. No. I think, and not to finish on a stupid note, but I think it's part of the reason why I want to get that camper because yeah. it's such a, it's such a childhood thing to think I'm going to get a camper and I'm going to drive around this. Stuff. But in my mind, in, in my other part of my mind, I'm like, if I, you know, if I die when I'm 50, I'd be like, at least I got in this fucking camper and I drove well, to I'll- California in it. I'll say this. Also, my brother, my brother just spent 50 grand on an RV last year. Did he? And I watched him and his family and his kids just drive to the coast and camp in their RV. And it's fucking beautiful, man. That's, so that cool. as a I mean, you've heard me tell my stories that I'm doing that with my dad. Your that's dad some, doing my it. best Dude, memories I have in my that's life. That's why I always tell them, like, your kids are gonna remember that for the rest of their lives. To my, to, my, to, to now, that's still some of the best memories I have. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Go ahead, the, the way I look at it as well, the way I look at it is I, I'm not being funny, Floyd. When you even brought that up and you started talking about it, you started smiling. That says it all. Because it makes me feel it's this is the problem exactly. In so my what, head, what's I more think, valuable? What is more yeah. valuable than having those feelings as frequently as you can? Yeah, in life. Yes. Well, Absolutely. the only reason Nothing. the only the only reason I haven't done it yet is because I'm like, do I really want it, or does it just sound like a good idea? No, well, you don't it. know until you try, do you? Buy a fucking RV if you don't like well, it, sell it. Yeah. I, see yeah. it I see a childlike excitement in your yes. face. It looks so crazy. Doesn't it sound stupid? You got a fucking no a house. You're pulling you'll, a house. You'll never, you'll never, you'll never know till you do it. I mean, yeah, and, yeah. You, know, you do, you do it. You drive around for a season. You're like, this was fucking boring. Well, then you did it, and you don't have any regret yeah, about it. Get rid of it. But life, yeah. life, yeah, life can look like this. Yeah, or it can look like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. do that. Do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, fuck doing that. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't share the same feeling with with life as I do with my steroid injection cycle. You know. <laughs> I don't want I don't want very even. I don't want to shoot every day and have the same every day, you know? Yeah, peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys all day on that shit. I know? don't want a lot of peak. I don't want a lot of valleys though. Come yeah, on. Yeah, but with peaks come valleys, and that's just life. And I think yeah, yeah, maybe those some, valleys are you, just, you com- yeah, and you maybe, combat them with those peaks. Maybe those Who valleys are just downtime where you're at home and you're relaxed. Yeah, I'm not th- I'm not saying deep depression and fucking like, you know. Yeah. I'm okay, just I'll, saying I'll I'll let you guys go, but I I can't remember who said this. It threw me off. They said you know, it might have been you or it was somebody. I can't remember who it was, but they said when we all meet up, it's actually 
worse for them because when they have to get home, they go back to normal life. I don't think it was Ian. Was it Roman? No, it was It was me talking about someone else. Yeah, you were telling me about somebody who said they couldn't come out to it do was these Mark. things with us. Oh, it was Mark. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Mark. Sorry, we didn't mean to out you, Mark. <laughs> no, but I, I talked about it on the podcast, I think, already. So it's okay. I mean, yeah, but he was saying he didn't want to do stuff with you on the weekends that are in various cities or whatever because he would just have to go home to his normal life. Yeah. So that no, peak, was, like, peak was really high, but then the valley was too low for him. So too low that he's like, fuck, I don't want to go like do all these fun things because I have to go home and live by myself and it's like depressing after, you know? Yeah, but then if you don't do them at all, then you have no memories. Exactly. I agree. I mean, he knows it's wrong. When we, yeah. when we discussed this, he's like, I know this is something I need to work on, yeah. but it's very hard for me to get through at this point and I'm trying to work on it, you know? I think what I've had to work on is forcing myself to have those memories because I hate flying. I hate going places. I'm very much a homebody. Yeah. But I mean, just do it this year, all the traveling we did. Fuck, I had so many good memories from all the times yeah. we met up. I mean, I, I almost, I didn't want to go to that last Texas trip. Remember? Yeah. 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 But you had a great time. I, I think this is one thing that I actually pride myself in, at least, is that I'm, which is, is funny because in most of my values, I'm very right wing conservative, but in trade openness, which is actually a very liberal quality, I'm very high in trade openness. Like, I'm willing to do anything. I'll try anything new. I'll do anything. If you ask me to come do something, I'm like, sure, I'll do it. Like, oh, I literally don't care. I'm willing to do anything once and do anything. And I, I think that's one of the things that's made most of my best experiences is doing things even when I initially didn't feel that I want to do it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, also being gay is part of your left to side. Yes. Mm-hmm. That too. <laughs> <laughs> my acceptance so for the gays. Yeah. <laughs> for the gays. For the gays. Gonna, <laughs> you know what? Thanks for finishing the podcast that way. Those, pod, those uh, conversations yeah. are valuable uh, yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, All boys, right. I'm going to let you go. James, I'm sure All you're right. fucking hungry. Yeah, I'm starving. I'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Sure. All right, we'll see you guys. All right, boys. Thanks for watching. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and like the video. And if you get a chance, check out the description for all the different links to all the different places you can find Hostile and myself. And lastly, check out Hostile.com for our new line of supplements and all of our apparel and gear. Thanks again for watching.